Yeah, three, two. He's Anthony Vizzini. And he's Luke Johnson. And this is is the Splinters Splinters and Stuff Podcast. Bienvenidos a Splinters and Stuff. Are we already going? See. I wanted a countdown because I was going to. Oh, tres, dos, uno. Ah, bebemos alcohol. I know nothing. Eh, sí, no sé. No sé. No sé. No sé, sí. Sí. Ah, muy bien. <laughs> uh, okay, and that's the range of Spanish for tonight. We are trying to uh, diversify our audience by uh, speaking in more languages. What other languages you got? Um... That's it. No, okay. Um, I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not incredibly cultured. As as much as as hard as that is to believe, I'm just not a really really cultured individual. Do you know how to say cheers in other languages? Uh, Heim. Heim. Hebrew. Good. Uh, German. Uh, no, but I know Guten Tag. Guten Tag. Uh, uh, German is Prost. Is that P R O S T? It is. You just gotta say Prost. Prost. So that kind of got an R roll. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I think Denmark is skål. Skål? Like skål. Hey, Dave. Leave it. Um, Hang on, I got to reprimand yeah. my dog. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. Those are some levels. I was just clapping. Um, hey, hey, babe, will you take our ball and her vocal cords? And hide them in the same yeah. box. Dave, come here. Leave it. Um, what other cheers languages? I'm trying to think. Spanish and I, Italian. Salute. I bought my stepmom these wine glass, uh, like name tags. Yeah. Hang on, I'm gonna yeah. shut the blinds. This, this commercial this break animal brought is to you by dogs barking. This, this episode's falling apart. This is a strong, strong start. All right. Well, left the microphone again. You guys seem to like this. Uh, it makes me un- uncomfortable. Please come back. Luke, I don't want to talk about myself. Uh, Daisy, please just stop barking. And Luke's back. So, Spanish, Italian, salute. Daisy does this little chicken bark. Yeah. The neighbors are getting out of their car, and that's yeah. all it is. She's just like, I see you. Daisy. Okay. Wow. Um, uh, I, I think in, I think French cheers is... Which Anyways, I just made up. What I was saying is that I got my stepmom, and now it's the tail. Daisy, you're a, a whole nuisance. You know, we'd start over, but we're we're too good for that. Nah, we just like to bring yeah, you the truth. Is, yeah, this is it. This is us. Um, no, I got my stepmom these little wine glass name tag kind of things. Yeah. They're these fancy little charms that open uh-huh. up and you put around the stem for like parties. So, you know, yeah. cheers. And they all had different languages of cheers on them hmm the italian and spanish one would get confusing it's the same yeah i think there was only one hmm. makes sense of that <laughs> good well oh, so, so one thing i really do want to hit tonight is um the importance of punctuality uh, <laughs> i agree that might surprise some people out there but i i agree when, when you say you're gonna do something like be on time i think it's important for most people and if you're not um, confident in the time that you can be there, just throw a little ish on the end to it, on the end of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Six ish. If I say six ish, 
I'm giving myself from 545 to 615. I like, I think I like to assume that when I give a time to certain people, the ish is assumed. But if I say ish, it's like the HVAC guy is showing up, you know, it's going to be like, uh, I'll be there at six ish. That's like four to eight. You yeah. know, you don't even know. Yeah. If you like, but don't leave because I'll, really I'll just want to pass by. We really want to get serious about it. How I feel about punctuality. Oh, jeez. And I'm not directing this at you because, like you no, said, I'll take I'm, it. I'm just used to it. Yeah. So I was already figuring on yeah. it. Yeah. But uh, if you tell somebody you're going to be somewhere at a certain time, they're counting on you being there at that time. I don't, I don't They've got that. a lot of stuff going on just mm-hmm. like you do. Oh. So they're stopping their work. Weird. At an appropriate time to uh-huh. be ready for you to show. Mm-hmm. If you show late, yeah. they've stopped work early, and they're you're wasting their time, and it's you know it's just it's just not that considerate. Sometimes I just like to have people just you know experience some chaos. Yeah. You know? I'm used to it. Yeah, because um, Ty's worse than you. Yeah, I, I've got my good days. Most of them aren't that. So if Ty's like, I'll be there in about twenty minutes, an hour. Every so time. What I and realized, he says it, and he'll he'll say, yeah, I got to do this, this, and this, so I'll be there in about 20 minutes. I'm like, dude, it'll take you 20 minutes to drive to the first errand you just listed. Sam is very good at that, and what I've realized is that when I say, like, I'm on my way, it's more of a state of mind than a place of being, mm. you know? Uh, it's actually a lie, is what that is. It's, you know, in retrospect, it always seems that way. Uh, but it's, in the, it's but that, if, you're, if you're not on your way and you say you're on your way... I mean, but I, but like it, it again, state of mind, like mentally, I'm on my way, right? Like that means I'm getting up, I'm moving towards the thing that will deliver me to a place. Well, you say that about getting out of bed. I'm on my way. Yeah, you got a meeting at six p.m. Yeah, I'm on my way. That's eight a.m. I'm maybe on my it's just way. A, maybe it's just a cultural thing. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so. I mean, I think it is a cultural thing. It's, yeah, I feel like it's an American thing to be late. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, uh, like I said, I'm not cultured. It's probably that way in most other countries. I will say time management, personal time management is probably, this one says, what's your weakness? I would say it's that for sure. Yeah. I get very, it's because I'm an optimist mm-hmm. is, is my uh, rose colored glasses on it. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I, when I say this, will take 20 minutes. I'm not saying, man, I really want them to think it'll only take me 20 minutes. And I, man, I just, I, I go in my head, I go add this to that, to that. If everything goes perfectly. 20 minutes. But if you have an appointment. Yeah. And it takes more than 20 minutes. Yeah. Stop and go to your appointment. Oh, see, and then and then my executive functioning falls apart where all of a sudden it's been that 20 minutes and I go, I had no idea time had passed. Well, it passed. So I, I agree. Leave. Well, that's what I did. And that's why you were 30 minutes late. Um. Yes. Oh, okay. Yep. And now we're here. That math doesn't check. I look. I'm under no preconception that it would. <laughs> but I. <laughs> All right. Now I, that we've gotten that out of the way, I stand by my tardiness. I I wanted you to feel a sliver of guilt, and that, that ain't happening. I I'm just past it at this point. You know. <laughs> I you know it's just a it's a part of life that I've accepted that I I'm great at many things, and that's just not one of them. And I can strive. Yeah, I mean, to be you better. did say I'm running behind uh, five minutes before I'm supposed to be here. Is when I said that. I said, I said five minutes before you were supposed to be. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. I said, uh, what did you say? I said something along the lines of, um, 
unsurprisingly running behind or something yeah. like that. Yeah. And I said I was figuring on it. Yeah. See? There you go. But what if I wasn't? Um, then it would be like I left my kid on the playground, just standing there with your tool bag. Yeah. Going, where's dad? Yeah. Dad's just going to be here. Give me time to get a shower in so I don't have to shower after this, though. There you go. So that's good. I worry about that in my future life, if I will be the dad that leaves his kid at a playground. And I'd like to think no. Oh, I'm for sure doing it once. I think you need to do it once to let them know who's boss. I mean, I you know, had, like, I let, great, like I, let them know that they are forgettable. I had you great, know? I had great parents. Were there times when I was the last one picked up from school? Yeah. Just hanging out with the whoever got charged mm-hmm. with pickup duty. Yeah, it happened once or twice. So, yeah, I mean, you get that. But I also grew up in a broken home. It wasn't, bro- <laughs> it wasn't broken. My parents were divorced very very amicably. But, you know, it was a week on, week off, and alternate Wednesdays. So, you know, sometimes that stuff gets mixed up. That can get confusing. Yeah. Uh, Maybe they just don't want to pick me up they again they just it's about it's about control they parents ever do that be like i just really don't want to get them today sure just grab an extra hour of whatever you're doing like on your way to the pickup line just stop and have a coffee just punt (laughs) grab a coffee go sit at the park i'm just waiting for waiting for the line to die down i can see that like like look they're They'll, they're young. They'll forget this. Well, but I, yeah. I really need an hour. They'll either forget it, and if they don't, well, it builds character. Well, that's what life's about, mm-hmm. you know? So, uh, Big day have, today. I heard a rumor yeah. from you about a thing that factually happened. Yeah, we closed on that land deal. Oh, my god! Look, Daisy's even excited for you. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so we closed closed on that land deal, and I may not have a dog by the end of the day. Um, <laughs> days, it's just neighbors; they're friendly. I'll let you out. You can go see them. We closed on that land deal. We cleared the walkaway check was one hundred and fifteen G boys. That is, but uh, nice. we put eighteen down, so one hundred fifteen minus eighteen is what we cleared. So, it's 97 for those of you without a calculator. Pretty, pretty Stella. That's not bad. Um, really excited about that. All it, it, it played out exactly like we planned it to. Mm-hmm. Um, so zero complaints. Uh, everything went smooth. It was it was pretty nice. That's I nice. like that's what Ty and I were talking today. The land deals are so much nicer because we did, you know, we went to a few meetings. Yeah. We lined up surveying and soil testing and stuff ultimately spent like eight thousand dollars yeah and i mean on on having it developed but um you know then with the house like we're we've started this week on the next renovation that's going to be a rental and there's just so much more time involved and so much more money involved and we're you don't make as much money as yeah. on the land deals. Now there's some more risk with the land deals, but again, if you're smart about it and if you run all your numbers, it kind of adds up. But uh yeah, pretty excited about that. We're going to cash out some on that. Nice. So bring some money home from be good. the real estate stuff, which we haven't done yet. So that's exciting. Um going to kind of build my savings account back up to 
almost what it was when I quit my job. Nice. That's awesome. Uh, so that's good. I, don't, I really don't have any big purchases or anything planned. It's just kind of sack it away, beef up that savings account and then feel better about things. We are taking that big diving trip we were talking about. That's, yeah. That was figuring on kind of a celebratory for this deal. Ty and Emily are going with us and several other friends. That'll be fun. So yeah, it'll be fun. Good day. It's, it's always good to close the deal, obviously to get the money, but it's one less thing that's on your mind now. Yeah. It's one less liability that you own. Um, and you know, one less loan on our ledger and things like that. So it, it clears up a lot of bandwidth, even though there was no more action required, we're just kind of waiting on it to close. It's hard to shift gears and really think about this renovation until this is done. Yeah. Cause you're just, you're figuring your numbers and you're, you only got, like you said, you there's only so much bandwidth you can give right. to projects. And even if it's not like a, as time demanding as other things, it's still a thing to think about. Yeah. And, um, <clears throat> if, you know, if we were doing this full time, that would not be an issue because we'd be running a lot more at the same time. Yeah. But the fact that it's just kind of a side gig for both of us, it's no, that's awesome. I, yeah, I think the thing that scares me with the land stuff is the comps. I think that's probably the thing that's the yeah. m- more comp, the, the, the risky side of it versus yeah. a ha- with, with a, with a residential property, it's pretty straightforward to find well, comps. It, it also depends on the buyer and their relationship with their lender. Yeah. You know, if you're talking subdivisions where you're marketing to developers yep, and you know, guess what? It appraised like 10,000 over. The purchase price. Yeah. Imagine that. Weird. If the purchase price was 25000 more, it would have appraised yeah. for 25000 more. Yep. You know? <clears throat> so I think that probably had something to do with it. But um, we weren't concerned about the appraisal because we set it up and sold all the lots. Yep. We didn't sell a 10-acre track. We right. sold nine building lots, and that's how it that's how it listed on everything. So when you appraise it, you appraise each lot and then add them together. Right. Which is naturally going to make it higher. higher. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we were good with that, but, uh, yeah, that's really all I have on that. It was exciting. That's awesome. That's the second time we've taken a six figure check and deposited it. It feels, feels pretty cool. It feels good. Yeah. I'm, uh, haven't I guess the closest I can it was just the refine the remodel house I did yeah that was that same kind of thing I was just like oh that's cool yeah now I've now I've blown most all of it on this next speaking of yeah so y'all are moved out of that one now what's your time frame look like on getting that (sighs) short-term rentable so not sure yet um right now we're kind of finishing up like the move still like there's still boxes and stuff there's a little there's a handful of things that had to be done to the house um, Sam's had to drop about 10 G's into the house to get it kind of fixed up, which is not too bad. All considering the new house. Yeah. The new, her new house. Um, it wasn't lived in for the past five years. There's a lot of stuff and we didn't know that when we bought it, that would have been nice to know. Cause there's stuff that you would assume would work. Yeah. If someone had been living into it, living in it up to the, the, uh, the day it closed. Um, so just like a lot of new plumbing. And even if it did work when they left, they're like, Oh yeah, it, it last time we used it, it worked. Well, right, that was five years ago. Yeah, it was five yeah, years what, ago. We just we just put a new HVAC unit in this one we're working on now. Nice, and it was like a <clears throat> it was a 2017 unit. You know, according to everybody, it worked. But when we bought it, the house didn't have power to it, and yeah, all that. It looked good. It was new. Then we had it inspected, and it had it needed like 
thousand to fifteen hundred in repairs. And the guy said that he said, I don't know if that's everything and I won't know until I make those repairs. Yeah, this is this is the start. Right. Yeah. But he also said, I have one that's bigger that I've used for two years. It's like new and he's a AC guy. Yeah. So he figured it's been treated right. He said, I, I had to upgrade for some reason or something. He's got he said, I've got this one for sale. He said, I'll give it to you and install it for twenty five hundred and I'll oh, give you a ten year warranty on it. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Done. Yeah. So that's what we did. But yeah, same thing. It it worked. Yeah. Last time it was used. Yeah. But something had happened, you know, just sitting idle or something. I don't know what the problem even was. So yeah, so we got we're pretty much in. We're going out of town next week. We're doing it's Sam's thirtieth birthday party slash her mom's birthday slash her brother's birthday thing. So we're going on a cruise to somewhere warm southeast of Florida. I'm not I can't remember. It has been a while since, you know, y'all went out of town. So Look, probably you probably know, for it. Yeah, I think it's I think if anyone's due a vacation, it's me and I can't wait. No, I'm uh it's actually the first trip that we've gone on that I haven't been stressed about going into it, which has been nice. I've actually been looking I've never been on a cruise. Yeah, you seem to be a little more casual as of late. Yeah. We were talking earlier, like, yeah, I'm going to grab a happy hour beer and Yeah. Yeah, which is nice. And uh I mean, like, there's a million things going on, but at this point, like, that's just situation normal. So it's yeah, just you like, kind of get used to it, huh? Yeah, I think so. I mean, at this point, I'm six months into going full time, which is crazy to think about. Actually, I just yeah. think I just thought of that just now. That's weird. Yeah, and nine, it's the same thing of like, two. as yeah, it's like Let's the uh, it's like it's like starting getting a new job. You go work for an employer. I think it takes about six months to feel like it's normal. Yeah, you kind of have oh, your head sure. around it all. So you're not the, walking around the office like. What do I do? Tiptoeing around. Yeah, I don't know that guy's <laughs> name still. That's weird. You know? So yeah, I think that's part of it. And it's kind of a good timing for the trip just cause we're moved into her place. Uh, things are like the, my contractor over at the Winchester house. He's kind of winding down with his, he'll, he'll, he should be done with everything he was supposed to do by the time we get back. Um, and so that's great. Uh, so because we're out of the California house and at the Laverne house, we're able to kind of not rush the Winchester house as much. Mm -hmm. So blessing and a curse though. Yes, it is. I mean, so what we're, what we really need to do is sit down and list stuff out. There's some stuff that has to get done at her place. Then there's some stuff that has to get done at the California house before we can rent it. So we're kind of looking at it like, okay, next big project at the Winchester house is just the kitchen cabinets and all that stuff. Uh, um, I was originally going to take, more time off of client work and really focus on getting that done because at the time we were trying to get out of the California house into the Winchester house. <clears throat> now, because that's less of a rush that puts that as just less of there's less of a forcing function there. And so the priority is going to have to shift to getting the California house ready. And so I think we're kind of right now we've kind of been worried about her place. I think when we get back from this trip, it's going to be kind of a time for us to map out, kind of next steps and things yeah. like that. We've got to finish clearing out the one house completely. Cause there's still stuff over there. I would think California would be priority. It is because yeah. that's the one it's, that's closest to cash flowing. It is. And you, then the one you're in is livable. Correct. There's some stuff in there right now. That's not keeping it from livable, but it just like, I mean, you can, you can live with black mold for five, six months, six months. You'll be fine. Yeah. You will live five to six months less. 
But so, but that's like, yeah, but, but like, who yeah. cares about those last time five? value, time value, yeah, you know? opportunity cost, you know? Right. Yeah. So, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so we'll, California is going to shift up to kind of the number one spot. And so I still want to get our cabinets done for the Winchester house, but with that one, like we talked about last time, it probably I, sounds like you have a home in California. What's that? We keep talking about the California house. Yeah. It's like you're moving from California. They don't I have know. California. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a, a street. street. South yeah. California street. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so that'll that'll move up, and there's there's a it's a small handful of things, but there's some paint touch up. There's I need to replace the fan in the bathroom. There's a couple like thresholds that are missing, a little bit of trim work and touch up paint. The big stuff is the deck. Basically, I need to put in railings, and that's kind of the biggest thing. And once that's done, we're talking about you know probably five grand worth of work. Yeah, and a month to get it done. <coughs> I just ran over my toe. Nice. That um, feels good. So yeah, once that's ready to go, we had a, someone who was interested in doing a long-term rental and for the right price, I think we would have jumped at that because it just solves an immediate problem for now, which yeah. is great. It's making money. We don't have to think about it for a year. And you're not going to do near as much to it. I'm not going to do near as much. I don't have to buy furniture or anything right. like that. So it's just cheaper for us to get in. It's cash flowing. Okay. On to the next thing. But so, so yeah, but I I think we'll make considerably more doing Airbnb. You will. So, yeah. Have you looked at like a nightly rate? Yeah. Yeah. We've kind of done some figuring. We would probably start it off very competitive to start just so we can get preferred host status. Yeah. It's kind of the move. And then we would just probably let one of the auto pricers work um, and do its thing. Uh, our area I think is very underserved by Airbnb mm-hmm. and underserved with just space for people, uh, yeah. especially short term. Uh, there's not enough hotels in our area. So, I mean, they're constantly trying to build more, but that people keep moving here. So, um, it's like a little mini Nashville thing. So, yeah, and you have, you know, different than Nashville, you have so many, I would assume a lot more people coming in for work, for work. And then just visiting family and like with our place, we're near downtown, we're near the hospital, we're mm-hmm. near the arsenal. So it's just, it's a, it's a good crossover. And our, now that Huntsville's ramping up its entertainment scene. Yeah, we're not far from Orion Amphitheater, you know, realistically. Um, you know, there's a lot of stuff happening. Not really far from anything. No, that's so, a great. I mean, we're basically yeah. downtown. We're pretty central, even, even though we're like, we're not, but we are. That's uh, the farthest thing would be like Trash Pandas. Stadium. Yeah, pretty much. Least, yeah. I don't think anybody's coming to stay in Huntsville. No, for, yeah, for that. yeah, no. So maybe friends and family of the players. Mm-hmm. So we're kind of, you know, we're looking at some different things. The big things I think that'll make a factor in it is like, I think we're going to, because of the size of the place, it's not a small house. And a lot of places that seem to do really well in Airbnb are like your 12, 13, 1400 square foot houses. And this is a 2,700 square foot house. Yeah. So it's going to be a place that, and just the cost to get it cleaned because it's so big, is going to be a lot more than a smaller house. So what we're probably going to start playing with early on is like minimum stays and be like, yo, if you're going to like, cause no one's I mean, going to pay. A lot of places do that. Yeah. yeah. So like a three, four day minimum stay kind of thing. Um, and that way it justifies like, you know, the $200, which yeah. would probably be cleaning fee. Also like sleeping eight and above. Most times I look for Airbnbs. Yeah. It's for like groups of people. Yeah. So if you can get, you know, eight in it. That's kind of what we're doing is we're going to probably have. Get a big bachelor party in there and just wreck it. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. We're, so it, it'll be an interesting adventure, but I think that probably. We're trying to get it ready to rent before Thanksgiving, before the holidays. And that way it's just in a really good position to be available for that. So I'm hoping that October, end of October, it's kind of ready to rock and roll. 
Um, and if that's the case, that'd be great. Now I go from paying for two houses a month to having one house ideally pay for two. Um, and that's, that would be just gravy. Um, yeah. and then the long-term plan is that, uh, Sam's brother is going to likely rent her new house from her, uh, as he kind of just gets used to doing that and starts saving up some for his own play, like his own house, yeah. but he's just kind of ready to live on his own. So it's just, it's very convenient. So at that point, hopefully we're not really paying for lodging at that point for mm-hmm. the most part. Wooden Plains really been, really been picking up steam the past month. Um, I'm getting call after call, client after client. I'm, my prices are great for me. Steel still seems to be right for the customer. Um, I've been comping my prices out, doing a little bit more research and moving prices up accordingly. And people seem to be happy to pay it. I don't know what's going on. I don't know if it's just that I've ranking higher on Google or something right now. Yeah. Or if the word just is gotten has just another revolution is hitting a new group of people kind of thing are you getting more website traffic i continually get website traffic and it's embarrassing because of how old my website is yeah like, well, i mean lately with things ramping up is it more website or more uh, same word of it's mouth kind more of deal? website uh, and a lot of facebook still i mean facebook's still a big one i think i'm going to start doing the facebook marketplace thing we talked about with the with tnt uh, tnt guys yeah that's not a bad idea and the the tables i'm working on now really made me think about it yeah i'm working on two uh four foot by eight foot just turn leg mm-hmm. farmhouse tables yeah and uh, I picked up the legs yesterday from the guy who turns them for me, Jarrett Woodworks out in Ardmore. And I was thinking, you know, I was kind of looking at stuff and I was talking to him and these, all the four legged farmhouse tables I've built have been exactly the same design Mm -hmm. with five inch by five inch turned legs. Yeah. So they're really beefy. And that's one of the things I don't like about the farmhouse stuff is a lot of times the legs just look too small. Yeah. Because most of the legs you can buy, like Carolina Leg Co. and things like that are more like three, three by three. Yeah. And for a table that size is just not big enough. And you can buy five inch, but they're hard to find. Yep. They're even harder to find in the species you're working with. And they're very expensive. You know, yeah, I usually you can get some, like bandsaw legs that size, but not usually turned. Yeah, I had spec'd out some turned legs for the one of the white oak ones I did. And it was going to be like $900. Wow for just the legs and uh you know i can i make the blanks take them to him and he turns them for like 250 that's awesome for the set that's nuts um of course he's you know he's not spying any love all he's doing is turning them and i have the blanks like all nice squared up perfect sometimes i'll mark center for him on yeah. the lathe, for the lathe and um but he does a fantastic job with them and uh that was a whole tangent to say that I think that that could be a really desirable thing and I enjoy building it. It's simple. It's beefy. I, I, I can put some good joinery in it. You know, I posted a video today about how I do the aprons. On yeah. It, I saw that. I, that was I've cool. Posted before, but uh, it's just a really good, really strong technique that I've gotten pretty proficient at to, yeah. to put the aprons into the legs. And, uh, you know, these tables will last forever. Yeah. And there's so many farmhouse tables out there that won't. I was thinking about just, you know, making a post with all the ones in that design that I've done. Yeah. With a set price. Kind of talk about the specs and, and the quality of it in the post and just put that on marketplace. Yeah, I think uh, that's I think, a good idea. You know, I think that could didn't like like they were saying, they were like and I I will talk to them first, but they understood the algorithm 
of like the first three pictures have to be different. If you make another post with the same right. pictures, it it won't throw it up because I don't think it's spam or whatever. So the first three pictures I think are different. And then the fourth picture is a contact page yeah. that they use. Um, so I think I may dive into some of that. I've, your business is pretty good right now for me as well. I've got a lot of stuff lined up, but um, never hurts to beef up that backlog. No, I mean, that's kind of been my thinking lately is that instead of waiting for a lull to get like on the grind, still take the business. Just be honest about your lead time, figure your month of you time into your lead time. Well, yeah, I mean, there's, there's some stuff that I've been kind of that I haven't acted on yet, more just planning to, I think we talked about a little bit, a little bit about it last time, I think, but that I'm, um, really trying to beef up some of that bread and butter and some more mm-hmm. sales that funnel stuff. A, that was another angle with that farmhouse design. Yeah. yeah um, it's just to kind of have something standardized, ready to kind of rock and roll that you can kind of depend on yeah. to a certain degree because it's, it's, it's a fairly common design, Yeah, but unique in that, like I said, it's got the real beefy legs and it, you can park a car on it. Yeah. You know, it, it's, it's made quality to last forever. So yeah, I'll, I'll be curious to see how that works out, but yeah, I mean, it's been, it's been wild. I mean, I've been getting, I I've already, I were already surpassed my numbers for this month and that puts me on track this to meet easily at this point, my numbers for next month and if things keep going, I mean, for September this month. Yeah. Good deal. Yeah. And if I close, there's one more client that I got a design fee for, they want like a dozen things under their house. I mean, it ranges from. They want some ca- some fireplace rounds. They want a dining table. They want chairs. They want, oh, I've been bidding chairs now, which has been exciting. Well, I bid one set, but. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was funny. Yeah, I actually had a, cl- a, a conversation with a potential client, an old college buddy of mine, and he was asking about supplying me with some lumber to build him a table. And thankfully, we had had a conversation before about your experience with, with uh, you know, customer, uh, customer supplied lumber. lumber. So I gave it a, a somewhat of a discount. It was, I think it was like 25% lower than whatever the cost of the new wood material would be. Yeah. And I kind of gave him the explanation. Fair. I was like, hey, like, this is the cut. I was like, but inevitably there's going to be some more stuff I'm going to have to buy. I don't know what I'm working with till I get Either it. Either more you have to buy or just more time involved As I said, it's more in time, making it More work. time involved, making it work, and all yada, yada, yada. So he was fine with that. And I, he was like, yeah, we're kind of interested in some chairs too. So he found some designs and stuff that he liked online. And I was like, yeah, I think we can kind of mix these up a bit. And then I ran the numbers and I think it was eight ninety a chair. <laughs> and so, you know, I got a call from him or email from him. He was like, Hey, a uh, little bit of sticker shock and this, and which is my fault. I mean, I, you know, I, I tell people when they ask about chairs, I'm like, I generally don't because when I quote them out, they come out way high. Yeah. And you know, they'll, they'll be custom and nice, but if you're more interested in the table, then, you know, a lot of times people can you know, offer this, you know, we can get, we can buy unfinished chairs and finish them yep. the same way as a table or whatever. But that I lead out with that. So they know that. Yeah. I told them I feel bad. I, well, I kinda, <laughs> It'll be $900 a chair. Yeah. And I kind of told them like chairs are not cheap, you know? And so we had a really good conversation though. It was a good, I was proud of how I spoke about it to him and kind of defended the price. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was just saying like, he's like, you know, I'm a little surprised that a set of six chairs is more expensive than the table. And I was like, I was like, well, to be honest with you, that's kind of normal. Think about it. Uh, and I told, and that's kind of what we went through. I was like, a table is one of the easier things to make. You're going, you're doing a panel glue up. And then the complicated part is usually the base. If you're building something. 
Um, I said, so, um, most of my work for you on this quote is the base, uh, the chairs. I said, and he, 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 he was also kind of like, you know, and I remember telling you, you would tell me before that you haven't really built these, but built chairs before. I'm like, well, that's true. I was like, but pretty much everything we build is something we've never built before. Yeah. You know, um, well, no, I've never built a chair. Yeah. But I have joined four pieces of wood into a square. Yep. And that's going to be what the seat sits on. Yep. I've put legs on a table. You put legs on a chair. Yeah. It's it's all the same methods. Yeah. And so I said, yeah, I said, you know, looking, I said, I even checked this price against some other folks with custom chairs. I said, I'm actually coming a little bit low them. I was like, which honestly, I don't know if the, I said, honestly, that seems a little off to me because they have jigs for all this stuff and they're yeah. charging 25% more to batch out stuff that they've got a process for us. Like, I think be the move, scratch. I think the move is, and, and going back to Jarrett, uh, Woodworks, Jarrett Cornelson. So he does chairs and he's basically got a design that he sticks with. Yep. So he's got, I offer this chair. He's got jigs for it. And yep. it's, it's a simple universal chair. So that's why I and that's actually, what he does. So he and I think he he's three to five hundred a chair, depending on species. But he's he's priced much lower than us because he just doesn't. He has He's fine. He don't care. It. Yeah, he, he loves it. Well, he's I, been doing it for I think twelve years now. Well, plus the conversation I had with this client, he was great about it. We used, he was like one of the you know, one of the reasons I want to work with you is because I know you're not going to BS me kind of thing. I was like, well, I don't want to BS anybody. I wouldn't be in business very long if I did. Yeah. I was like, he's like, you know, your price of the table is not far off from like the price of a table at like a furniture store. He's like, but chairs, there are like 200 bucks a piece. And I told him, I was like, that's because they're just a mass mass produced. I said, mm-hmm. the same factories making the chairs at target are making the chairs for Haverty's are making the chairs for lazy boy are making the chairs well, for also, pottery barn. It's all know, marketing. So the chairs are on your dining table now, like much like yeah. the chair you're sitting in. Do they sit flat? They probably have a little wobble in them. Yep. Need some screw. You got to go in and tighten those screws every now and then. Yep. Can't find the Allen wrench that came with them. Got to go, you know, not everybody has a set of Allen wrenches at home. Yeah. And it's like, you know, the chairs, the chairs that I will build you will be solid for as long as you want to well, sit in them. Yeah. I mean, uh, you're how, never going to have that. How many knots are in this wood that are covered up with a, with a tran with a, uh, with an opaque stain, mm-hmm. right? Or and even if it is wood, yeah, it may yeah. not be. And so, you know, it kind of had a little thing through where I was just like, you know, I have to go through and select wood pieces that are going to actually work well for this application. I was like, they can't have knots in them. That's a weak point in a chair. That's just not going to happen. Yeah, you can have a knot in your tabletop. Yeah, it's not going to You don't want anything. it in the leg of your chair. Right. And so I was like, plus there's more advanced joinery techniques that are going to be used. I was like, there's just, this is going, it's more of a, sculpture mm. to a certain degree than it is just screwing things together. And, and I was like, plus it's just not mass produced. Anything that you're buying that's, n- that's not mass produced yeah. is just going to cost more. Again, he was like, yeah, I kind of figured it might be like double, but I wasn't expecting like quadruple. And I was like, well, I'll tell you what, I was like, I can look at the numbers a bit, see if I can come off a little bit. I was like, only because I've been wanting to build chairs. I was like, but I can't come off too much because this still is going to take me a ton of time. I told him what I'll probably do for this is I'll start by building a chair out of cheap wood to get my shapes, get my jigs figured out. Then I'll make a test run out of the real stuff. I was like, but if I cut a piece poorly, it's going to get thrown out. If the chair is bad, I throw it away and start over. I was like, that's kind of what you're getting through all this. I said, plus it can be made to whatever height you want. 
Um, like the uh, Parks and Rec when uh, Ron Swanson's building the chairs oh, for uh, yeah. Tom's Restaurant. Yep. Yeah. Oh, real small. He's got it all done, and he just smashes it to pieces. Yeah. It was too perfect. It looked like it was machine-made. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, so I'm excited about that, and uh, potentially getting to build some chairs. That'd be a fun challenge. But it was funny. I'd like to, yeah. Well, it's funny, too. I got I got the uh, – and, and he meant it in a nice way. He's like, you know, looking at these numbers, like if we got into it and you found out that it wasn't as complicated, do you think, like, we could adjust potentially on that? I go – well, we could, but there's also a chance I get into it and it's just way more complicated yeah. than I thought it would if be. You're gonna, if you're going to ask that, yeah, I'm going to ask you that if it's more, I can adjust up. Right. So what I'd be like, ah, I don't want to do right. that. So at the end, I was just kind of like, hey, um, I'd like to do this for you. I, I understand it's a big price. Let me see if I can come down a little bit. I was like, it's not going to change the quality. Typically, when I, I was like, if I ever cut dollars off sling, it's not a change in the quality. It's going to be a change in the complexity of the design the materials uh, or just the, my process of putting it together. So I brought it down from looking at it again, early thinking about how I go through it. I brought it down to eight, 800 a piece from 890. And I still feel like both those numbers, I think are honestly on like, the low side. Pretty standard design. For the most like, part, like yeah. Black Walnut kind of standard design upholstered cushions on it, which is for me is actually, it's going to take me less time but I think is easier over, I mean, about the same time in certain regards, but it's just, I don't have to carve a seat out or worry about the seat pitch or anything like that. That's the biggest, that's my biggest unknown about is taking this, on, is the taking seat? on a chair yeah. job is the seat. Cause yeah. it's, that's tough. You know, it's not something you can just make a jig and cut. You can make a jig for it, but there's a lot of shaping involved. Yeah. You're scraping, you know, mm-hmm. you get, you're getting your scraper out there and, and kind of just scraping out a, a butt mark in the chair. And then you got to do that six or eight times very close to the same thing. Right. Yeah. And I, I liked uh, the idea that I can do it. So to me, it's more of like a, he thought it was high and it's, it is high when you just consider like a chair and what you're used to paying for a chair. But I think that realistically, I'm probably about knowing what this is going to turn into or having a feeling I'm probably about 25 to 30% under where if this goes well, where they'll probably be after that. Yeah. Um, because even, even with having existing tooling, but I'm kind of of the same mindset. I'd like to, if I get into doing chairs, I'd like to probably have like three chairs that I'll build. Yeah. Like if you want chairs from wooden plane, here they are. And if you want something different, we can do it, but guess what? <laughs> it's yeah. going to cost probably double what any of these will. Well, if the time frame gets too tight on that job, yeah, you know, you need to shop out the table and chairs. I know a guy. You know, a guy. I know a guy. Yeah. So it's uh, so yeah. If I enclose these two other clients on top of the ones, these are like more maybes. The ones that I'm really expecting to close, I should come back. I'm hoping to come back from the cruise and have them ready to rock and roll with the deposit. These other ones, I'm expecting to close mid September. Then the rest of my year is filled up for sure. Yeah, and that's I'm, awesome. I'm quoting. I think early November right now, actually. Um, But I just, right before you got here, I sent out a bid on a conference table in Texas. Nice. Which will be cool. I hope I get it. I don't know. I was going back and forth on the price, which I always do. Yeah. It's like my price. And I know this is the right price, but, you know, $8,000 plus shipping, it's a lot of money for a conference table. Yeah. But it's like a financial firm. I'm talking to the CEO. Yeah. I don't know how he found me. Yeah. 
But um, I think conference table somehow hits on my website, like custom yeah. conference table. Yeah, there's some SEO thing. Because I get you've a done. lot of. I got a call from yeah. New York the other day, um, which I need to tag back up with because I asked her to send me an email with everything, and I don't think she ever did. Um, but yeah, I don't know because I get calls from. I've gotten that's the second one I've gotten from Texas for a conference table. I've gotten from New York for a conference table. You know, South Alabama, a long way away. Yeah. So I don't know what it is, but I love it because that's what that's what I what like, you like to, to make. do. Yeah. I would say this. I think that when you're giving a quote out, I what I've kind of stuck to doing is I'll run the math. Whatever my initial reaction, like my initial kind of gut says, that's what I go with. I kind of lock it in. Yeah. And I go, if they don't like it, we can always figure it out again. But I put this together. That's what the number says. Yeah. So it's going to be at least that much for now. Yeah, you know? I have this urge to say, which I know it's not smart and I don't do it, but I have yeah. the urge to put it in the email is like, I'll either go overboard defending my price by saying, you know, just really laying into the quality of it or say, you know, if this is too much, please just let me know what your budget is and we can, we can kind of work within that. But I don't, I know I shouldn't say that. Yeah. So I don't. But I have this urge to because it's I just when they get sticker shock and go, oh, that's too much. We're going to go somewhere else. Then I feel like you've almost lost them. You know, you can come in and say, well, what is your budget and go from there? But it's almost like they've already moved on. Yeah, I find that those kind of customers, my assumption is that if you lowered it by five, 10 percent, even you'd still probably be off. Yeah, because I think if it, I think if it was that close and if you lower it more than 10 percent, you're hurting, you're outside you're the zone yourself. anyways. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, or, or like you missed the mark of what they were looking for, right? Like I would say if it's, if it's that different, it's because they wanted a plywood table with hairpin legs and you thought they wanted what we're sitting at. Right. And if they want, and, and one of the, I kind of comfort myself, I'm like, well, if they're looking for a custom logo, solid hardwood conference table, then I'm competitive. Sure. And they may go, so. that's, that's too much. We're going to go somewhere else. Okay. I'm like, that's okay. And I know that they're not going to get a custom logo conference table. Yeah. So they're going to, they're going to get their conference table and wish that they could have the custom logo hardwood conference table. Right. But I know if they go some, go somewhere else for the exact table that I bid, they're, they're looking at equal dollars. They're looking at, at equal, or more. equal or more. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, and it. It it sucks because like on something that you really want to build, mm-hmm. you've got to fight the urge to just lower it so much that you get the job. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, that's how I feel with like the chairs. Like I can't go any lower. Part of me wants to just because I'd love to build them. I'm like, I'm running a business. Like, yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, take a week off then and build a chair. Yeah. If you really exactly. want to build a chair. And you if, know? You, if you love it. Set your jigs up and build yourself a set. Yeah. So I, and I told him, I was like, Maybe I can I'll build myself a custom logo conference table there. They're exactly to meet one client with, we'll yeah. just sit at either end of a 12 foot table. I like it. Get some binoculars, <laughs> you know? No, we'll just set up a zoom call. <laughs> yeah. I, it's a, uh, I've, I've become very comfortable with like, Hey, this is my number. Um, especially yeah. six months in, especially having an employee really getting into the weeds on my numbers. I'm just like, I got numbers to hit. To. I'm like, yeah, I can, if I skim by, you know, I might miss a paycheck or whatever it is. Yeah. If you skim, like you can't skim by because you have to pay your employee. 
you're contractually bound. Yeah, exactly. So like, I know what my numbers look like. I think right now my math is telling me that I need to pull in to cover all the bills, my pay, his pay. I need to pull in 18, 19 K a month. That's just straight like labor overhead, everything else. That's a lot. Um, and that's a couple other things. That's also incorporating like if I, if wooden planes paying rent, right. Cause I'm, mm-hmm. I'm baking that in. Uh, I really should start doing that. If wooden plane is paying off debt, right? Uh, if wooden paint, plane, wooden paint, <laughs> wooden paint. That's my uh, that's my <laughs> new uh, very special wink wink line of furniture for those of you with certain desires out there. Um, the debt payback. Another one is capital expenditure, right? I want to put five hundred, a thousand, whatever a month away towards that new that new tool right those kinds of things yeah so with those things that adds up a lot if i took all that out i'm like really true like just running lean running lean right no profit but everyone's getting paid the lights are on kind of thing i think it's closer to 11 a month and i should run those numbers for myself well it's helpful for me because it kind of gives me a minimum target so if i'm hitting North of 11, 12, everyone's getting paid. And so far I've been doing that. My pay just goes directly out to the other project. So, um, and then if I'm hitting 18, 19, that means that I'm able to, I'm either making a profit or I'm able to put the money towards those other things. But that's, but that's also just labor. Essentially, once you incorporate in the projects, my numbers tell me that if I'm, Essentially, if we just got hired for labor for a month, it would we would have to pull in eighteen to kind of pay all the bills, pay the capex, debt, rent, yeah, all that stuff. If I'm building stuff, the number needs to be closer to thirty because you know thirty percent, twenty to thirty percent of each project is just materials. Yep. So thirty is kind of my target right now, just as a, a, as a I, don't know, I was going to say a soft target, but it's actually kind of what my actual target is. Yeah. Um, and so I'm hitting, but like this month was more deposits than anything. So I'm hitting like my 19 number this month. Next month, I need to hit that 30. And I look, it looks like I'm tracking for that. So that feels great. I'm just hoping to maintain it. And that's why I'm also like we talked about, like with your table this, that you're looking and doing is looking at the kind of bread and butter stuff. I Because I, I remember we're thinking like, I don't like waiting till things are tight to be like, let me go reach out to some folks. Yeah. You know, I think it's really important, like when the times are good, be like, great, now is a good opportunity for me to really go seek out some new opportunities. Whatever I'm doing is working. Cool. I can rely on that maybe for a little bit, but let me go start setting up the things for what yeah, it's cause, And then you can bid, you can bid normally, but if your backlog is low, you're just not going to bid the same as if you're, you're not going to approach it with the same confidence. You're going to, you're going to give it less fluff. You're going to have lower margins. Whereas if you are bringing in interest, when the backlog is full, you're going to bid just according to your formula. I will say this. I have had clients that initially were like, man, this seems like a lot. I'm like, cause it's cause it is, Yeah, you know? And then at the end they go, we love it. We're so happy. Yeah. Thank you. And I find that I think it's like anything. Like you went to a Porsche dealership, right? And you're like, how much is this car? And they're like, 85 grand. You're like, that seems like a lot. And they're like, tell you what we can do it for 45. You'd be like, I definitely do not want this car. What is wrong with this car? (laughs) Right. 
And I think it's kind of the same thing anyways. There's a perception of value just based upon the price. And most of most of the turnaways I get, if not all, they're not they don't come back and say, Is there any way we can make this less? They just come back and say, This is out of our budget. It is not too much for what you're producing. Your work is amazing. Yeah. And uh, you're you're it's a fair price. Yeah. I would we s- believe that it is. It's just out of our budget. I would say those folks are probably more than 20% off the mark. Exactly. I would say yeah. that people within that 20%, especially within 10% are either going to go, okay. Or they're, or cause I've had it happen. They go, this is a little, is there any way to kind of I massage was hoping this? For more I was like, hoping for more like yeah. this, you know, is there yeah, any and I've way? I've gotten some of that. And, sure. and then I, and then it gives me an opportunity to be like, well, if we completely redesign this thing, right. Not like, Oh, I'll make you the same yeah. thing for less. Um, yeah, generally my response to, you know, we were hoping for something like this and I'll say, well, you know, we could do it closer to the, I can't get to that, Yeah, but I can do it closer to that if we change this to this and this to this and this to this. And they're like, ah, we, we don't want to do that. So we're going to either hold out until we can get it yeah, or we're just going to, you know, a lot of times they'll say, we're, we're just going to get something for the meantime and hopefully we'll be able to reach out later. Yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with that, you know, and it's. I try to be understanding that it is a big expense. And I mean, that kind of plays into my pitch, you know, too, of Mm -hmm. like, you know, I know it's expensive, but that's part of my responsibility to you is to make sure that I'm providing you something that, that you'll value for that investment, you know, also cut me, you know, cut me a check out of your construction loan. Yeah. Finance it. Yeah. It's, uh, (laughs) I've I've done that. (laughs) Yeah. It's, I didn't, I didn't suggest it, but they did. But like the conference table, I just quoted, he said there, they're building a new building and um, they're expecting it to be done. He said, we expect it in December, but this it's, it's probably going to push. So I'm like, okay, so they're working on a new building budget. Yeah. And that's probably what this table's going into. Mm-hmm. Cause my gut said, you know, I came out to about eight, a little over 8,000. And then I typed out the quote and said, you know, I'm looking at 7,500 cause 8,000 just felt like a big number to me. And then I was typing the rest of the email and I was like, no, don't need to do that. Like that's $500 is not going to make or break this deal, No, but there's no reason for me to just automatically give up $500. If, if it was, so I didn't. Yeah. If I mean, that's under, that's under 10%. I think if they, if, if 8,000 was 500 bucks too much, they would say, is there any way we can get this done for yeah. 7,500? Right. Right. And if they're like, Oh, our budget was five, then you're too far yeah, apart. Right. Anyways, you wouldn't build it for them. We can build half of it. Yeah, we'll build half the table for you. You mm-hmm. could buy you could buy half now and half later. Just Instead of twelve foot by four foot, what about you know eight foot by four foot? I like yeah. the room is sixteen feet long. Well, I mean, well, it's going to look funny, but like you can afford it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of half now, half later, we talked about it a little bit in that little group chat. But I I am since our talk with TNT and like some recent experiences with clients, I'm thinking I am going to change my deposit and payment system. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't know when I'm going to, um, really fully introduce it. Um, I think you should make it weird and do and like super complicated 83% deposit, but unless it's a full moon and final, then it's 46%. Yeah. Final, yeah. uh, 54 or 17%, depending on the uh, lunar cycle. I need 50% up front, we'll 70% when it's done three months later. 13 days yeah. before completion of project, not 13 right. days before delivery. Correct. Unless 
it's in the fall. Now, if you follow these instructions completely, you'll end up paying me 120%, which is fine. I'll take that extra 20%, invest it in a mutual fund, return that money to you with 3% in 12 months time, and I keep the excess. You're welcome. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm so I'm looking at a couple different things. So I'm doing the furniture and the cabinets. So I was doing some reading online on that article that I sent you, and then or the blog or whatever that I sent you, and then some other places. And I'm thinking what... I did not read. How did you send that to me? It was in the Instagram, the, uh, the With workout one. Yeah. Oh yeah. I didn't, okay. I so that. good. That makes it so you can you want my uh, attention. Send it to me personally. <laughs> so, um, that's just memes and talking shit about each other. So I think I'm going to do do it two different ways. I think furniture will be different than cabinets because they are just two very different products and the yeah. approach where things changing. It changes. Both, I think, regardless, 50% up front, for sure. I don't like necessarily, the only time I would do 100% up front if it was just a very specific thing that, like, there's no other thing I can do with this. Like, even a table I can, like, resell or cut and turn into a smaller table or something. I should do, I should change my policy to 100% on the custom logo stuff. Yes. For sure. For sure. I can salvage the base. But that's it. So, and I got to get a table the same size. So I'm technically going to do 100% upfront, but not upfront, upfront. What I'm going to do is 50% upfront. That's my my calendar. If you want to be on my calendar, it's 50%. 50 at start. Correct. Now, the other 50% is going to start when I start working. So two months from now when I start working on it, I need the other 50%. I think most people would be okay with that. Yeah, because you know my big thing on breaking it up fifty fifty is because well that's just a lot of money for a thing, and if I can offer you you know three months in between payments on it, it's going to help them out a lot. Well, that's effectively the same thing. It's minus two weeks it'll take to build it or what, whatever it is. If you go buy a table at Pottery Barn and you use your credit card to pay for it and pay for it over six months. Your credit card company is still paying for a hundred percent of that table up front. Mm-hmm. And now you're breaking it up into payments with a fee or maybe not yeah. depending on your card or whatever. So my thing is like, I'm not, op- I, why am I operating it? Like, why am I giving? Yeah. Right. No That's other, true. no, no one else is no one, no other business works this way. Right. So why, why am I trying to do it? Cause I want to make sure they're happy with it. Okay. Well, if they're not, they'll let me know, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, especially if I, if I have all their money and they don't like it, they're going to go, well, I, well, this is wrong. Right. And then it's just up to me being a good business to be like, well, okay, well then we'll just fix it. Yeah. Um, and I feel like if they won't do that, I think that that's kind of maybe a red flag for me because kind of like what TNT was talking about and like the and clients and stuff like that. I need a client to trust me. Right. A lot of this does work on trust. Jerry tr- Hollings is an and client. <laughs> Jerry, Jerry we'll vacationing. Get, we'll, we'll get to, to we'll New get Zealand to that and ordering table. Um, two of the same. Tables. I do want to touch on that later. Don't oh, we got to, yeah. we got to go way into that. One. Yeah. So that was great. So <laughs> I think for furniture, it's going to be 50% calendar, 50% at project start. I may, I may, um, I may give that a shot. I like that. And that way, because here's the other thing. If the schedule takes longer, the, yes, that might be my fault. It also might not be my fault. Maybe they want to change something. Maybe I'm trying to really get something done, right? I can stack up other clients. If I have that 50% up front, I can stack up other clients and still be making money. Mm-hmm. Um, or delay. I, I'm. I, it's costing me less to charge it on the front end than waiting for the back end. Yeah. Um, and that's and that's a big change how my business will be able to be run or ran, whatever. 
Uh, cabinets, though, what I want to do is run, run, rant. How my business will be run, 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 ran, run, Randed. reunited. Are you running, baby? <laughs> so yeah, so I think furniture is going to fall into that category. Cabinets is a different thing. The problem with cabinets is that once you or anything you install at a client's home. It's not home, the only problem with cabinets. <laughs> it's the doors. It's all. It's the doors. It's, the problem with cabinets is, is that they're cabinets. So as soon as I attach something to a client's wall, it's now a fixture in their home. Yeah. Like like whether I say it or not, like they own it. It's a I'm part of their value house. value to your home. Yeah. Well, to us, yes, there's that. So but like. There is a fee for that. If I put in a, if I put a table in the room, right. There can be debate over whether it's a part of the home, right? But mm-hmm. it's different if I screw a cabinet to a wall. That is now yeah. as much of their home as like the toilet is or a door, you know? Um, and so what I've found some other companies are doing is like, I look at some companies are a hundred percent up front, Home Depot or Lowe's. If I go buy cabinets there, even having their team install it, it's a hundred percent up front for mm-hmm. materials and install. Um, other companies, if you do cabinets to go, they will split the payments up, but they buy all their cabinets from a wholesaler. They have a line of credit with their wholesaler. So if 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 I'm cabinets to go and you come to me, hey Anthony, I want I'm just a cabinet. Wooden plane is just a cabinet installer now, and I buy all of my cabinets from somewhere else. Just cabinets. Just cabinets. When it's just cabinets, right? You come yeah. to just cabinets and you say, hey, just cabinets. I want cabinets. I go great. Uh, it'll be fit, whatever percent now, whatever percent later. I'm ordering all those cabinets and I'm paying a hundred percent of those, or I'm working on a line of credit with them. You come back later and say, we sold the house. We don't need the cabinets anymore. Tough titties. Like this, I still owe this company money. I've either already paid it or I'm on a line of credit with them and I owe. So a lot of those companies operate with hundred percent upfront period. Um, Custom cabinet makers seem to be somehow. And I think this is just cultural, probably for the same reasons we feel weird about asking for money up front. Uh, and, and probably is because it, you don't have the reputation of Home Depot or Lowe's or cabinets to go. If there's a problem with your cabinet, with your cabinets from one of those three places and you call them, they're just going to send you new stuff. Yeah. They're going to mail it, overnight it to you and get it done. I won't, I can't operate that way. Or if a custom shop is working through a GC, the GC is not going to want to pay for it until it's done. He's not going to bill the client for it until it's done. So I would think that the custom shop is going to be a little more 50-50 like we are now So for that reason, for running through them. It's their ability to, I think, respond to issues, I think. Mm-hmm. So, um, and their ability, just their scale. So I think they, because of their scale, their reputation, whatever, they're able to respond to issues in a way that I'm not able to. So that, I think, justifies enables them to justify hundred percent upfront. Like you're like, you're giving money to home Depot. What are we going to do? Disappear? Yeah. You know? So what I found from our custom cabinet makers is a couple of different ones. One, it's still 50% upfront. Some people do like 30, 30, 30, a third, third, third or whatever, but 50% upfront 25% at project at beginning of construction. And then 25% on installation day. Um, not, or they do, up front, 50% on installation day. Yeah. And they're sent. And that's to say, like, as soon as I put this on your wall, you now own it. And there was a couple of things I read where like, there was an issue, like, uh, someone had a leak. There was a storm came through leaked. The cabinets were up on the wall. They hadn't paid for them yet. They were going to get paid after installation. Well, the cabinets are ruined. They go, well, we need new cabinets. Well, 
Now they had to go file an insurance. Then they had to start weird. all over this whole stack up thing. <laughs> yeah. And so I found that pretty much every, most of the custom guys that I was reading about on these different blog posts and stuff were saying that they basically, the invoice was closed on install day before the first cabinet got put yeah. on the wall. They're paid fully. And looking at this recent experience I had with this one client, that would have changed things dramatically for me in my experience with oh, that yeah. client, right? I can still go back and fix stuff, right? But now I'm not doing it with this check waving over my head that I'm needing to go pay for other bills. Yeah, and whether the client is actually doing that or not, you it's it's hard to shake that feeling. Yeah, exactly. And I don't think that was the case at all. Exactly. So, yeah, so thank you. Yeah, thank you. Right, yeah, no, right. that's, not, that's not what I'm saying, but it's just, it's from my end, that's, it's, it's inevitable. It's going to feel that way. And that's, and, right. and ultimately that's what's happening. I, I can't get paid until I finish. And for whatever reasons I'm trying to finish. So I think that's going to be how I start doing it. Money on depo- deposit for getting on the calendar, some amount of money at the project start. Yeah. And then if, if any is left at that point, then on delivery or on installation kind of thing. I might try the, 50 up front and then 50 at start. The closest I've done to that is when I'm shipping stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I'll do 50 up front and 50 prior to shipping. Yeah. That's what, like I told this guy at the conference with the conference table, I'm like, you know, I'll do 50 up front, 50 prior to shipping. Yep. At which point I'm going to give you very detailed pictures to make Mm -hmm. sure that you're happy with everything before we ship it. But I cannot ship it without, being paid in full. That's a weird, we don't know what's happening. Well, that's a weird, that's a weird spot too. Cause let's just say they cut and run. Yeah. Right now, granted that 50% probably covered your materials and then some, Yeah, but it didn't cover all your operating expenses, really right. all of your time. And so I, I think I'm going to, and that's what I would tell a client. It's just to protect, I, I'm running a business here. Go anywhere else. What do you like? If you pay it on it and they're like, Oh, you do. Okay. You pay with a credit card. Your if credit you order companies. something from Amazon, you don't pay for it when it gets there. Right. You pay for it when you, you pay order for it. it right. And so I think there's a little bit of leeway because we don't have that brand or that scale to be able to release service issues or anything pops up like that. But that is another reason to beef that website up, beef up that portfolio. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That is my brand, my website. Yeah. You know, the, the people go to my website evidently to find custom conference tables. Yeah. You can see custom conference tables on there. They look really good. They're high quality. You can tell from the pictures. Yeah. They know I don't have to defend my quality because it's all out there. I've got so much on my website. You yeah. My, mine comes, I think, from that. I think I somewhat silver tongued when I talk with clients. I mean, mm-hmm. I think I'm a really good salesperson. Yeah. Yeah. And Which I, can, I need to do better at. And I, and I try to really go with like the, in a, in a genuine way, like I'm a trustworthy guy. Like I'm here at your house. I'm also the guy building it. We're a company at two, you know? Mm-hmm. Once you give me your money, you're going to hear from me. I'm not going to run off this. Just so you know that I didn't run off to Panama kind of thing with your cash. That's my best. My best sales tactic is education. Yeah. I can walk up to this whole thing. When you're talking about your species and and designs and I'll go go a little bit overboard so that they go, man, he's like really into this. Yeah. That we're genuinely excited by doing this kind of work. Right. right? And that we're excited to work with you because I, because I am. Um, So I also want your money. I do. I do want your money. Yeah. Right. So that's what pays more than anything. I want want your money a lot worse than I want to build this table. So it's, yeah, it's been, uh, so I think I'm going to make that change. I'm not sure what, what I might do is some of the clients that I've already taken a deposit on. I might ask essentially like, Hey, 
Just I'm totally transparent. Up, totally transparent. Yeah. Hey, I'm switching up my thing. Here's why. Um, you don't have to, but it's a thing that I'm, but how would you respond? Yeah. How would you, would you, would you be comfortable with this? And if they say, yes, I go, great. I'll call you when I'm ready to start and I'll take the money. If you're not okay with that, then we'll just wait till the end. That's, Dude, that's a too. fantastic idea. And I might do that tomorrow. Yeah. Cause right now I've got a list of great clients. Yeah. They're all, they're all seem to be great. Yeah. So I may reach out to everybody and go, Hey, you know, I'm, Every, they know that I've not been in business a long time. I'm 30 years old, but uh, just go to them and say, "Hey, you know, I'm I'm working on some different things." Because even one of them, I was in between the 30 to 50 percent shift, and once we got the quote hammered out, they asked what, like, how much down, and I responded. I said, "I don't remember if I told you." 30%, but that's what it used to be. If I told you that we'll go with that, but I'm now at 50% down. And they said, you know, well, you had mentioned 30% and I was like, okay, that's fine. We'll stick with 30. Yeah. But you know, I, I would feel very comfortable reaching out to them because everybody's aware of my situation again yeah. and saying, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm still still learning. I'm still learning here. But one thing that I've, I've learned may be a good idea is to take the final 50% at the beginning of the project. Let's say I presented that to you. How would you respond? And are you comfortable if we proceed that way? Yeah. And I'm not going to lose an order over it. I've already got their deposit. Right. Yeah. So they may say, oh, we'd really, we'd really like to wait until we get it or no, we've seen all your stuff. We're fully confident. We're happy to pay the final 50% when you get started. Yeah. I think what I'd probably do for the people who I have deposits from right now is offer them a discount mm -hmm. is to say, Hey, I'm doing this new thing. Um, we don't have to, it's up to you. Cause that wasn't the terms when we started, but if, uh, I'm trying to get my other, yeah, I'll take two fifty off. Yeah. I'll take, I'll take two fifty, whatever, 5% off the other half percent heavy. Whatever, just whatever, <laughs> just whatever it is to kind of just say like, Hey, I'm yeah, 5% off thing. of the second half of this. I'll take 5%. Yeah. yeah. So two and a half percent off the whole bill, but, or whatever the number is that makes sense just to say like, Hey, we don't have to, but this works in your favor if you agree to it. Yeah. And if someone's willing to do it for that amount, someone's going to be willing to do it up front too. Mm -hmm. And I think it's, I think it's very defendable and I think it's and just justifiable for doing it that way. And it would make me feel better going through business that like, okay, like I'm getting paid. If this thing takes a little longer, cool. I'll go ahead and start the other client's project on top of it. Mm -hmm. I'm getting paid from that now. But you do, I think you do assume a little bit more responsibility for keeping them updated. I agree. Yeah. I think at that point too, which I don't think I do a bad job of. Yeah, so that's not you, really scary. You take that, yeah. When you take that second half, you better have let them know that you picked up the lumber the next day. Yes. You know? Yeah. At that point, it's like, or at least ordered it. Correct. And I, and I think that that's, I think that's fine. And, and I think most people go for that. So yeah, I think, yeah, I'm glad we talked through that. I, Cause I'm, yeah, I was trying to, if they, if they are any bit hesitant and then pay that second half and then you say, you know, next day you ping them and say, Hey, I've got your lumber ordered or there's I, a picture or, of your I, wood. Picture, or yeah. I picture your lumber up today. Then they know that you're in it. Yeah. You know, you're, there's really no going back for you. This, stuff's most of the time, not really returnable. Yeah. I mean, and that's, and that's a good crossover point to just, let's say anybody had something, something come up in their life where they can't finish. They know they're not gonna be able to finish the project or whatever. 
it's you're not waiting till the end where you've got this thing in the way for them to be like, hey, the, whatever, re, good, perfectly good reason why I can't do this. Oh, and that, now what? Now, granted, our terms say like once, once I buy stuff, you're in it. Well, try fighting that fight when you don't have the rest of the money, right? Yeah, now you've right. got to go after them for money. And like, and like, would I even, if someone called and said, Hey, I had this medical thing pop up, I can't pay for it. I'm really sorry. You can keep the first half, but like, I'd be like, okay, I'm not going to go waste my time and effort. But if I had that. Yeah. And hopefully for something, you know, that would be more of a residential situation and hopefully it's not so custom that you can't offload it somehow. Do something with it. Yeah. But I think that's a good, it really draws the line in the sand of where you're at in the project. Um, and it just says like, we're in it, it's mm-hmm. happening now, you know, no, 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 turn back. And it's, I good, think it also offers a little bit of legitimacy. I think so. You know, too. You're operating more like a big store than you are a hobbyist. Yeah. Oh, I guess if you like it, you can pay me when it's done kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Because imagine that too. I haven't had that situation, but imagine someone starts looking at like an old, like a car and they're like, Hmm, there's a little ding here. Tell you what, yeah. I know I owed you five, but I'll give you four. I always say, you know, the final Final payment upon delivery and satisfaction. Yep. And, you know, conversations like this make me think I might not should say that. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. You're putting yourself in a weird spot. Because I'm doing it just to fluff them. Yeah. And, and I don't think. A little bit of it is just overconfidence because I'm like, I know you're going to love this. Right. And the thing is, is what happens when you run into the customer who loves it so much that they don't want to like pay for it either, but they, but they don't want to pay for it either. Right. Yeah. And or loves it, but acts like they don't. Some people do that. Yeah. You know, those Man, it's like okay. natural hagglers. Yeah. Who love it, but go, I bet I can get $500 off this if I act like I don't or, like it. Or, or they've been remodeling if other you parts. you are one that, of those people, sincerely, fuck you. <laughs> or, or they've had, or like their car just died, right? They go yeah. buy a new car. They've had some other big expenses come up recently and they're just really looking at their mat, their numbers. And even though it's a beautiful piece, they're just like, man, if I save 500 bucks on this, that would really be a big deal right now. So they're going to look yeah. at it and go, and maybe they have some buyer's remorse. It's a beautiful piece that they love, but for some reason, they're just like, man, that extra $5,000 is going to hit harder now than it was going to months ago. Or they budgeted for the final payment and just didn't Blew it at the casino, well. you yeah. know? Yeah. So I think, because if you ask for it ahead of time, I think, Blue you know. on horse. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hookers and blow. But, um, or or if it's a thing where like, like, Hey, I'm ready to start your project. They can go, Hey, actually things are a little tight right now. Can we kick it out a month? Or yeah, the construction's actually pushed out and we're not going to be ready for it. So if we can push that out and the second payment, that'd be great. Okay, great. Okay, great. Perfect. I'll start the next yeah, client. Put you, put you back two months and yeah. roll from there. Yeah. I'm glad we talked through that. I think that's, I think that's how I'll bring it up to my current clients with deposits. Is I think I'll, I, I'll, I think I am going to do the same thing. I'll just reach out to all of them. I'll reach out to them and just say, here's what I'm thinking. If you're down for it, I'll offer you a discount because you're in the middle of it. I wouldn't, you know, this is just a, you're a test subject. Yeah. You're, you're my, you're my, uh, yeah, my, uh, guinea pig. Guinea pig. Thank you. I was looking for the word. Hamster. Um, hamster. Yeah. Gerbil. And I think that I honestly think they'll all be fine with I that. I heard Theo Vaughn call gerbils. Like he said something about a gerbil and he pronounced it gerbil. Oh, that's great. I, love, I, I don't think I'm ever going to say gerbil again after I, this conversation. God, I love Theo Vaughn. Just gerbil. He's so funny. So and so speaking of protecting yourself from potential <coughs> um, 
Great. Smooth, Ne'er-do-wells. Smooth, seamless segue. Thanks. So you and I got a request from, from we Quote. We talked about it last episode a yeah. little bit, and, and we were a little bit leery. Last episode we recorded. Yeah, we Monday have. Night. It's Thursday. We now. haven't a hundred percent confirmed, but I personally believe. I believe we both do without a oh, shadow we of a doubt. Thousand percent confirmed. Yeah, yeah, because he ghosted me after. Uh, I don't know if I told you. Uh, was it? The, he was when he said like, "I, you are not serious. I need serious. I offer you." Oh, big he got money. real. But then my last email that he did not reply to, I said, "Is there any reason you ordered the same set from my buddy Anthony?" Yeah, and he never responded. Nice. So yeah, we'll lay this out, and we we touched on it last last time, but it was the day of, so it was a little bit different. This guy reached out, uh, Jerry Hollings, very generic name, and um, asked for a quote on a set. He sent a picture of. It was a picture of a table and chairs. Yep. The subject line was Denning table. D i n n i n g, which should have been a a giveaway yeah it should have been a bigger red flag i don't even know if i read the subject i just Mm -hmm. opened the email so the the syntax of the emails are weird and that you have a full line of text then a half line then a full line of text then a half line and english was not the first language style of writing and it was it was kind of broken language but decent english i mean completely understandable good english there was just no punctuation or not very little punctuation. So it was throwing some red flags at first, but you got to see these things through. Cause you know, I've had that, I've had weird interactions Just the, yeah. that turn into orders yep. because maybe it's somebody who doesn't really ever email, doesn't know how. No, I've got but this that's client how it comes through the contact form. I've got something. a guy I'm working with right now who's Polish. He lives in the area. Super nice guy. If he wrote me an email, I'm not sure what it sounded super different from that. Yeah. You know, yeah. So yeah, got to chase it down. So he reached out and uh, Monday night, Anthony and I were talking about, you know, potential clients and stuff requests that we've had come in. And turns out we had the same one, which is not unusual. It's becoming less common. Yes. But yeah, becoming less common, but not unusual. And uh, so we, we said, okay, well, let's just not talk about our quotes and we'll go through this whole thing and, you know, May the best man win. Yeah. Kind of thing. And then it kept getting weird. He wouldn't answer either one of our questions. It was basic questions. What kind of wood? Here's what I want. How much will it cost? When can I have it? I'm prepared to do an ACH transfer, which is, uh, what's the acronym? It's automated clearinghouse. Yeah. Something auto- like yeah. Something like that. And, uh, which it's a wire transfer. I wasn't familiar with, but yeah, it's basically a wire transfer and it's a commonly used thing. So I was like, okay, well that's different, but okay. I'm, I'm prepared to do it if he wants to pay me. So I was like, all right, well let me know. You know, I need to know. I asked wood species. I suggested the size Mm -hmm. and he said, yes, that works. When can I pay you? And when can I have it? And he's going because I have a shipper who's going to ship it. Yeah. Somebody was going to pick it up from our location and ship it for him. Table's going to New Zealand and he's going on vacation with his family. So he wants the table there before he gets back. Okay, cool. That's odd, but it works. Makes sense. Kept going. And the next day after we had talked about it, you sent me a message of, I think what you had quoted him or not quoted, but 
I was like, I was like, here's the starting price for any table out of my shop. Here's the starting price for any chair out of my shop. And he goes, okay, so table plus six chairs, it'll cost this much. Yeah. Um, ready to send you the money. And I was like, well, no, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. (laughs) That's the starting price, dude. (laughs) Like, yeah, we we have to pick out dimensions, wood type, wood, what finish do you want? You know, all this stuff. Yeah. So the, the conversation just got, uh, super diluted. I'm going to, I'm just going to pull up the email so I can pick and choose out of them a little bit. Yeah. And then it was, I tried again and I was just like, um, I was like, do you want me to just pick out what I think would be best for this? And he's like, oh yes, perfect. So I did that, sent it back mm-hmm. to him. And by this point, like I'm already clued in. I'm just kind of curious to see where it's going to go. Yeah. Um, and then it was, oh yes, perfect. I'm ready to pay full deposit now, please with ACH. And I was like, does it need to be yeah. created? And that's when you, that's when you sent me that yeah. email. And I said, mm-hmm. okay, well, I'm going to do the same thing. I'm yeah. going to pick, I'm going to pick materials and I'm going to actually quote this. Mm-hmm. And it was a five minute, I wrote it on a piece of scrap yeah. wood. Um, quote and i sent him i said so i'm going to send him a quote and if he jumps on that then we'll know so i sent him a quote you, you he had figured on your your starting prices he figured on the quote which was like 5500 yeah and uh he was all for it so i said okay i'm going to quote him a real number quoted him 8700 for the set yep and he said luke excellent this works with me 8700 now i need to know the exact day this will be ready for pickup so i can get the data across to my shipping agent because this order is going to new zealand and once you confirm then get back with me your invoice for the ach transfer of 8700 dollars so payment can be made let me know asap and i'm like okay well this is like that's when i decided okay this is not real yeah. He's not going to order the same set from both of us and he's not going to act that way if he's if he is weighing both of us. He, yeah. He's not going to act that way. So I said, "Hey, can you give me a call at my number?" So oh yeah, we, we can, both asked so to call we can several times. The transaction. Yeah. And he gave the same same deal. He well, said, he's a log- yeah, I'm on the wheel at the moment. I do interstate logistics delivery, so most times I'm driving. Sometimes couple months it depends on my delivery package, but my mails mostly is faster for me in communicating. So I only return all calls after work, which can take a bit longer because I don't get off for months. Yeah. Sometimes this guy's on an oil rig I'm driving like, in circles on a delivery. Well, truck. Yeah. I have to stop and pee. Not this guy. Yeah, maybe stop and eat, sleep nope. every few days. Not no, at all. Nothing. But what is the problem? Let me know, Luke, am with you and ready to proceed with the, and the, the, the grammar got worse yes. as we got into it yep. because it was less calculated and more reactive. So I said, just give me a call at your earliest convenience. I've been scammed on ACH transfers before, so I just need to make <laughs> sure to cover all my bases before proceeding. Again, you can reach me at this number. Yep. I've not been scammed on an ACH thing. Um, and this is when I got fun. Well, I, well, at this point, too, I had reverse Google searched the image he had sent both of us. Yeah. And I found the only, like, the top 50 links were all uh, Indian um, websites, like mm-hmm. Amazon India, all yeah. the different ones. And uh, it was like a, it was like a 45,000 Indian rupee desk or table 
which is like four hundred American dollars. Yeah. By the way, we should think about importing yeah. <laughs> some tables. Yeah, I'm curious to see. I, I kind of want to just order that. Set I kind of want to order this set. Just this is a nice looking set. Yeah, I kind of want to get it in. And, be and like, if it's if it's the least bit solid, like that's a solid deal. That's a solid deal. Shipping's gonna get you, but you probably pay what five hundred in shipping. Maybe. So, yeah. So he said, "My living God." God is all capitalized. <laughs> Have never heard this before. I mean, you, you've been scammed how? This is ridiculous. I mean, never heard of this before. I just did an ACA's transfer just now, and it went successful, which this is what we've been using to handle payment for the last five months. I'm so sorry about that, Luke. I'm really sorry. Well, I'm a good Christian, and I don't take from what I don't have. So, Luke, as for me, you have nothing to worry about, okay? I am assuming you safety, and also I trust you. This is why I'm making the transfer. I mean, I've never seen something, but uh, I'm willing to make that huge transfer to you, so no need to worry. Also, you be handling the shipping agent's fee on my behalf, so that was a change. As well as because I just got an email from them as well. So there's a new development, Luke, and you be <laughs> handling this issue on my behalf. I'm not going to go. He just kept laying into it. And uh, I just said, this was after we had decided it was a scam. Yeah. I said, we can proceed just as soon as you give me a call. Yeah. That's all I said. I didn't, I didn't add a greeting. I didn't sign off. He said, all right, then can I have your number so I can text you since I'm driving? Which I'm like, wouldn't wouldn't calling be? He just wrote a whole like a, an essay while he was yeah. driving, yeah. And uh, so, uh, and before that, I'm like, okay, maybe he's using speech to text. Mm-hmm. That would explain the no pronunciation and the weird spacing. It's just benefit of the doubt. And he said, "All right, uh, can I have your number so I can text you since I'm driving and you insist? Let me have your number now. I'm having a next stop so I can text you, Luke." I said, please call. My phone does not receive texts. <laughs> My number is in the previous emails. He, and this is when he started to get defensive. And then I was like, oh, okay. So you've seen the videos of people scamming the telemarketers. Yeah. And they just get mad. Yeah. So he said, what, you can't type your number to me? Are you sure you want to work at all, Luke? Please, if this is not what you can handle, just let me know, Okay. <laughs> I said, I've sent you my number twice already, and it's on the website where you contacted me through. He said, thanks for your time, Luke. I really don't think you are ready and capable working for me. Thanks. You don't sound serious. Here I am paying you, not you paying me, so you don't handle your customers in this manner, okay? I mean, just you (laughs) typing your cell phone number. This is funny. I said, "I," and this was what you told me. Oh, yeah. I said, I actually just realized that you're my thousandth customer. <laughs> that means this order is 75% off, and I'll even throw in free shipping to New Zealand. Just send me the address you would like it shipped to and a good phone number to reach you at. What a surprise. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> he said, what are you talking about? I mean, you were just getting all confused here. All I asked for is your number, and why all this long explanation? Are you sure you're referring to the right person, Luke? And then I just responded. I said, is there any reason you're ordering the same set for my buddy, Anthony? Yeah. No response. Yeah. And that was, uh, I guess, Tuesday. Yeah. I said, <laughs> uh, my last one to him, I didn't hear back after was, it was probably around the same time frame that one happened, was just, um, I I don't work with clients until I speak with them, at least on the phone. 
Yeah. And then he didn't say anything back. But that was a good, yeah. That was, I was wondering, and uh, I'm wondering well, I was if curious because he reached out to both of us. I thought it might have been regional. So I posted on Instagram. I said, hey, has anybody else heard from this guy or this kind of thing? I didn't hear anything back. So I guess not. Yeah. I wonder how it was targeted. I mean, it's a, it's an because you hear about like the Amazon return scam. Regional because we both got it and custom woodwork because we both got it. And yeah. he was looking for the same table set. Yeah. I mean, it, through and this is a person. This is not a bot. It's not a bot. No, I mean, it's from some call center in India. I would imagine right. like most of these internet scams are. And um, it was, yeah, it's interesting how targeted it was. But it also, I mean, screamed scam to me from the get go. I've, I've never seen oh, ACH sure, yeah. payment written so many yeah, times. Yeah, and that's what we said on and like Monday, if, Monday night when we recorded this. If you had gotten one nefarious American to write this email for you instead, there's a good chance that things could have proceeded very differently. Oh yeah. You know, um, I probably still would have set up a different account. I just would have set up a separate account probably with my same bank. Yeah. Just a separate account to be like, yeah, that way, whatever it comes in, if it comes right back out, whatever, that's yeah. fine. Yeah. It's uh, that's interesting. I, I, I actually, since that did think about setting up a separate, another account just to handle bank transfers. Because yeah. I have been paid by that way a couple of times, which means I am giving out an account routing number to someone to move the money through yeah. to. I've, I haven't taken payment that way. And uh, so I'm trying to, th I think that would be another potentially good thing to do. So if you're giving that information out, it's essentially a, a burnable account kind of thing. Um, they don't have access to your general fund. I got a whiz. Okay. And in the meantime, I want you to act like he actually called. Oh, act, act like he. Yeah, tell me, tell me what the conversation would go like if you got him on the oh, phone. Oh God! Go ahead. No, this is, Take it away. Well, you've this, got this, you've got an audience. Alex oh, is listening, geez. so you'll get some laughs. No, she's we're, we're, uh, she's gone. I've got no one. Oh, it's just me by myself. <laughs> I'm just gonna pause. And we're back. And we're back. All right. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that was that was fun. I I hope I hope I don't get any more of those, and I hope they're not craftier because that's just a. I hope I get another one that is the same equal, level of yeah. crafty. Yeah, because I'm gonna have some real fun. Yeah, it, it's uh. That's what I was like. That's what you said. If you if he does call, please record it. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. What are you What are you doing? You I pay you big money for you to. I make pay you big, big money table. for table. Do you you yes. don't you don't want business? You yes. don't want a customer. God, I after that I pay you right now. I did have fun after that. I did go on on YouTube and watch some like the reverse scam because I we talked about. It, I was like, oh, I wonder if there's a way to reverse scam these guys some oh, somehow. It's so fun to watch that stuff. But I love it when these like white hat hackers get in there and like like oh yeah. So I I know not only do I have your web camera on right now and I can see you, but I've been yeah. tracking you for two months. I know who you are. I have your Facebook. I have your WhatsApp. I have your phone number. I have your home address. Yeah. I know who your boss is. I have all the same stuff for him and everyone else in the office around you. I know exactly what you guys are doing. And I'm turning all that over guy, to the authorities. He'll, and he'll actually get, like, he'll remote into their computer sometimes. Yeah. yeah and, if and, they're on a situation where they're, like, wanting to remote into his, he'll somehow spin it where he can remote into theirs and he'll do it. Yeah, it's oh, it's awesome. I love it's just I love vengeance and justice. Yeah. And I guess he turns the information over to authorities and stuff too. Or but, even if you're just just keep him on an email thread, you're just using his bandwidth. You're just taking his time. Yeah, it's a it's a surprisingly big operation too because they have counterparts in the states because they'll have you 
like there's this, the re, Amazon reverse uh, scam is a reverse uh, return scan is this thing where they think, make you think that you, they Amazon owes you like 200 bucks back. Oh, I get and, stuff. I get text message stuff from Amazon all the time. Yeah. And so the, your but, account has been, yeah, flagged. You, just call we, this number to you need it. to give you money back for a return. Okay. Oh, we owe you $200 and then they'll go, whoops, we made it $20,000. Oh my God. My family will be murdered with an ax. You need to send, send me $19,800 cash to this American address. And then it gets deposited and wired or whatever. We'll also take iTunes gift cards. That's fine too. Yeah. Yeah, it just goes to show, like, be very careful of... What is the what is the transfer like, rate for iTunes gift cards? Because that was such a big thing yeah. on scams. Well, now it's Bitcoin and stuff, too. Uh, yeah, that's true. Uh, that cri- crypto is... Uh, one of the things propping up crypto is uh, scams. Tell you what, I've got uh, 22,000 Doge that I'll send you. Will, nice, that, will yeah. that work? Yeah. <laughs> If you want to buy a have, pizza, yeah, I think I still have like two thousand dollars. Nice sitting in one of the, yeah, one know. of my apps. Yeah, it, well, it sucks too because it it really preys on elderly folks or people who are just kind of computer illiterate who are yeah. just like, well, if the if the letter tells me I owe money, I yeah, must it's, owe it's money. funny for us, but it's, it's wiped out people's entire savings, and it's yeah, like it's it, dad called me. I think this was last year, and he's like, hey, I got a thing. Um, it was uh, something about his credit card account, and it was, it might have been Amazon, it, whatever it was. It was, it looked very legitimate. Yeah, but I told Dad, I was like, contact your credit card company because if there's any issues, they will be the ones to contact you, and nobody else will. And yeah. it was, it was about like a refund. And it were a flagged flag purchase that they were going to refund or something. Yeah. And, but it was like, it looked super real. And I told dad, I said, just call your credit card. It might be real. Just call your credit card company and confirm with them. Because I would think that the bank would be the first person to contact you about this, yeah. not Amazon. Mm-hmm. So he did. And they were like, yeah, we don't know anything about that. And this is a normal thing. Just don't respond. Yeah. So dad called me. He was like, Hey, thanks. Cause it wasn't real. Yeah. My advice dad is could have easily just done it. Any email coming to you saying we owe you money or you owe us money. My thing is always a lot of times you can tell it's fake right from the get go. Some yeah. of them are really pretty good. Well, some of the fishing and that's something that kind of we got from the industry. Like we all had the fishing trainings yeah, and stuff same. like that. Yep. And they tell you hover over the link and if it if a different link pops up on the hover than the actual link is, mm-hmm. that's a trigger. If there are any typos or left out letters mm-hmm. in the email address, yeah, that's a flag. That's a flag. But you know, had I not had those trainings, I probably wouldn't think that much about it. I would think, oh, this they just set up a, another domain because they have so many emails on this one. Or well, something. we've also know. we've also grown up with computer literacy too, where right. where you have an idea of what the norm is. Yeah. And a lot of folks don't. And it's, um, if it has the right letterhead on it, then it must be legit. You Jerry know? Hollings sounds like a guy who would contact me for furniture. Same. I just finished an order for Bob Perry. There you go. You know, it's, it's, these are just old white guy names. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I always just reach out to whatever the institution is. I never download or click links through the emails yeah. and stuff. If you, and, and great rule of thumb and everybody we're talking to, I'm sure knows this. If you ever get a link in a text message, 
do not click it. It's actually funny. I was talking with my mom about that. My mom's in town. I was talking with her about this today, not about the, our scammer, but just like fishing emails in general. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things. It's like, you know, when you're like, you always hear like the after school things like talk to your kids about this thing. I think more people should talk, talk to your parents about fishing yeah. and, e- and email sure. scams because, you know, well, even like Alex got something, you know, she got one of the text message ones. Yeah. This was a long time ago and she clicked it just cause it's a link and you click links. Mm-hmm. That's what you do. You think what could happen? It's just going to take me to a page. I'll close it. And it wasn't bad. I mean, it was like a porn, took her to like a porn page or nice. something. And she was like, what is this? Alex, you deviant. That's when I was like, babe, if you ever get a link in your text message, just don't click it. Don't click the link, especially if you're an Android user. Yeah. Um, iPhones are a lot more protected. You might deserve it at that point. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. Yeah. So yeah. Talk to your parents about phishing and the dangers of online scams or, or else they, you know, fishing is with a pH. If if they have, you haven't had that training work. Cause if they have anything to leave you one day, then, uh, don't let some, uh, don't let, was it John Hollings? Jerry, Jerry, don't let Jerry Hollings get a hold of it. How many Jerry's do you know that are bad guys? None. Exactly. None. That's what I'm saying. Hollings? Jerry Hollings sounds like a nice guy. Yeah. He sounds like you would be bad at writing emails. I would like Jerry Hollings to have been your actual thousandth customer to get a 75% discount. Jerry Hollings to me looks exactly like Bob Perry actually looks. Yeah. Who's our, who's it out in Pasadena? Who's that listener Joe. of ours? Joe. I, he looks like Joe. In Joe, Texas. I'm sorry that Anthony forgot your name. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's shit. Yeah. I, it's pretty bad. I, I, now I, our number one supporter, our number one supporter, Joe in Pasadena, our number two supporter, Jerry Hollings, Jerry Hollings. in India. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. That's uh that I got a kick out of that one. <sighs> and the fact that he couldn't go back through the emails. Oh, I know. Told me that okay, it was low this effort. is a, this is just a responsive thing. Yeah, I wonder. I, I wonder. I don't even think it was low effort. I think whatever platform he's set up on, he's responding to the last email. Yeah, it's it's interesting. I, I was curious, just like what the campaign is. Like, have they had luck? Have they had luck with custom makers who are yeah. maybe excited to get a client? Oh yeah, wow, the, this must be a big shoot thing. the routing and account number, and then. I don't even know because I mean a routing number is not a routing and account number is not a super private thing. Every time you cut a check, yeah, they have your routing and your account number. Yeah, it's but what it is, I think they clone your account somehow mm-hmm. and can spend like they're you or something. I did some reading on it, but apparently yeah. it's just a common thing. Like, yeah, I did a little bit of a um, little bit of research on it, and ACH transfers can be scammed. And they laid out a few scenarios, and one of them was that they get the general routing information and account, yeah, and then can somehow hack into that account at that point, yeah. Um, which, yeah, I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> they probably just go to the your actual bank's call center next door, yeah, you know, and then put it put the right numbers in, right, you know, um. Yeah, it's no. You call Redstone. There. You call Redstone. You get Redstone. I, I do like that. Yeah, you call Amex. You get Amex. I don't love that Redstone now is an eight hundred number. Yeah, it used to be a two five six number, and that made me feel good. Yeah, and then they did a lot of changes, and now it's an eight hundred number. It still takes you to the headquarters at, on on Wind Drive. Yeah, 
but I don't like the 800 part. Yeah. I like knowing that I'm talking to someone nearby. Yeah. Especially, especially like if it's a local credit union that I'm talking to someone who also lives in like the same town. Yeah. You know, and, uh, they, there's some quirks with, uh, Redstone for sure. But overall I've had I really a pretty good experience. Even talk to them. I had a, other than like just walking in to put money in or something. I had a, I had that, uh, Facebook check come through. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Remember that? That was a huge pain. I went to the wrong branch, I guess. And they said, this is too much money for us to clear for you. You have to wait. Was it 10 business days, two weeks? I was like, uh, I need this money. What branch was this? Winchester. Winchester drive. Yeah. Yeah. I've never, I've only just like deposited and withdrawn through them. Yeah. Any actual business has been on wind drive. Yeah. The other one I used to go to was the one on the parkway. Yeah. Uh, behind the Walmart over there. They've been fine over there. Wind drive's fine. The Winchester one, I just, I got the wrong bank manager that day, I guess. Yeah. And I was just like, yeah, this is just too much, too much money. I was just like, that's, that's, I guess that's nice to hear, except for the ramifications. Like if you're withdrawing too much, then they just usually pull a manager and they go, oh yeah, this looks good and sign off on it. You're yeah, you're not you're not draining their coffers with thirty thousand dollars. No, I had to go back twice. I went back the <laughs> next day to go. I was just like, because it was it was a big check that I've been waiting on, and I'm like, this is my money for like. And it wasn't month. like you were trying to withdraw cash. I was trying to withdraw. Obviously, any of that's it. a problem. If you go to any bank and you go, I want to withdraw all my money in cash. There's a conversation. And it's a lot. Yeah. They're going to go. We can't do that. We need ten days. Yeah. Because there's not that much actual money here. Yeah. And I've seen people on TikTok, they'll fire up the people behind the counters. They'll like video the interaction. I saw one a couple months ago. And he was like trying to blow up this bank because they wouldn't let him draw his $100,000 out of his account. He was like, this is my money. That's why I bank here. And he was throwing a fit and he wanted the internet to get behind him. And then I went to the comments and everybody was like, this guy obviously doesn't know how banks work. Yeah. You know, they don't have every, they don't have all of everybody's money. I would like my money in gold bullion. Right. They don't have all of everybody's money on hand in cash. That's just not how our system works. And uh, plus there's usually paperwork you got to fill out to pull out that kind of money too. Right. Yeah. Even anything over 10,000, you got to fill out that little form and says nobody's coercing you and all that stuff. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But it was funny because he put it up there expecting everybody to like rally behind him. Yeah. And then everybody got in the comments and was like, dude, you're fucking stupid. Like, yeah, no, that, that why would, why would you, you obviously don't know how banks work. How do you have that much money in your account and not know how banks work? Yeah. I called the headquarters and they just were like, well, if that bank manager said we can't, then we can't. I'm like, I yeah. want to go above that person. Like this is, this is my, like, it's not even a personal account. Like if it yeah, was, this is a branch manager. Let me talk to a headquarters <coughs> manager yeah. and let me, this is a, it's a business account. Like I run a small business. Like I, I, I need the cash flow to, to Yeah. Like hit. how would a, how would a car dealership navigate that? I just sold a car for $40,000. I'm putting a check in. I'm going to an auction today or tomorrow. Yeah. And I need to be able to buy something. Yeah. They're going to go. Okay. Yeah. They're going to take care of it. And I get the check hold thing to a certain degree. Like they need to know that it's from an institution that they're familiar with. That money is going to clear. But I'm also like, then call them. Yeah. Because if I went, if I took that check and went also to the bank. Also do a little research. They're, they're, they're building the Facebook data center. 
Yeah. So they're legitimate. It got very, <laughs> so all I had to do to fix that, and maybe this is a good tip. If you ever do get a big check that you need to clear, uh, bring the invoice. Yeah. As soon as I walked in with the actual invoice, it said, this is the company. Here's my invoice, which I'm like, that's silly. Cause like anyone could just, I could have made that. Yeah, I know. But like, here it is. Here's my company with, here's my letterhead with matches the bank account name. Here's the company that money is coming from. Here's all the numbers. They all match, you know, give me my, they were like, okay. And then they cleared, then they cleared it earlier, but it was like, I don't mind a couple day hold. Right. But I'm like, yeah, check, a check. You're going to have a two day business hold. That's fine. Yeah. And it's not the whole amount. Like I get that. Right. I got to verify that stuff. Sure. Yeah. We can front you a certain portion of this because we trust the bank that this is coming from and, yeah. or the account is familiar to us or your account kind of thing. It's like a regular whatever. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, two weeks can be painful in the small business world, especially when it's yeah. that kind of money that you've been basically working for free for a month. And then I'm like, Oh, so now I'm working for free for six weeks. Yeah. You know? So yeah. But other than that, they've been pretty good. I don't, I don't mind them at all. Uh, Amex is good too. If you're looking for a business credit card, I would go Amex for sure. Yeah. I'm fixing to now that we sold the land. Do that. I was just wanting that to clear my, I'll, s- I'll clear send my you, ledger. I'll send you an updated referral code. So, uh, you know, you can hook your, I, I, and uh, I actually got one from somebody else. I'm going to stab you. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what, I'll do the business card with yours and the personal with somebody else. That mm, seems fair. I didn't actually get anything from somebody I'll else. I'll send you both. <laughs> do I get a two and a half percent cut though? For sure. Okay. Yeah. I think All right. That's fair. Yeah. You get the, re- you get the reverse Deal. referral fee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's uh. Yeah, good. Good. I almost sent you one today, but I, it was it was too far off, so I just told them no. Nice. They were it was so it was a big company, like a construction company, um, but they were wanting metal laminated MDF baseboards. Hmm. Like I think there was one brass and aluminum, maybe. I wonder if that's a product you could buy. Clearly not. Yeah, because they were wanting a custom for what. They did not offer quantities, lengths, nothing. She just said, is this something you can help us with? And I said, no, thanks, Luke. I didn't. Weird. That's an interesting one. Yeah, it was. Let me just pull it up. I did not respond that way. I responded cordially. Uh, Nah, dude. Nah, thank you, though. I've been getting some TikTok requests for collaboration with Warner Records. Yeah, I told you, rap career. I don't take anything from like any requests based on my TikTok seriously, because I know that my TikTok engagement rate is like two percent. Nice, because I'm not on it. Yeah, yeah, I got a lot of followers. I'm not on it though. Yeah, so that I know that if they do any kind of research, they know that advertising on my channel is not really worth shit because there's no engagement. Um, let's see here. Where was it? on monologue for a minute while Luke, oh, yeah. Luke searches his phone for the right email. Found it. Okay. We're looking for an individual who this should have been a red flag. We're looking for an individual whom can laminate MDF baseboard. Are you able to quote and perform this work? I've attached the finished plan page and below are the laminate. Oh, was there an, Oh, there was an attachment, but it was surface mount metal wall base laminated MDF. Brass laminated MDF, satin brushed gold, aluminum, 
part numbers, stainless steel laminated. So it was like two items. I wonder if they're looking for like a one-off thing or like a supplier. Oh, I'm looking at the plans now. So it was like a full office look. Oh, interesting. Deal. Yeah, so they got a wood floor pattern, and I guess the baseboards are metal. Interesting. Hmm. Seems cool, but just not something that I would even know how to do. Three million dollars. Yeah. Yeah, I said thanks for reaching out. Unfortunately, this is going to be out of my wheelhouse, which is primarily standalone furniture. If you ever have any needs in that area, feel free to reach out. It's nice. But I didn't think. I'm happy to send them to you if you want me to, but it didn't sound like anything you would. No, unless they're just unless they're just like we have a dump truck of money that we need to spend. They might. You never know. You never do know. It was uh, Crawford Builders. Hmm. Crawford Construction LLC. Interesting. R. E. Crawford. I got a good call this week from. Actually, speaking of the Facebook people, the same landscaping company reached back out to me for some work up in Nashville. They said it's mostly deck work. Um, but that felt really good to get a call back from them. I'm not sure it's the right gig for this one. Yeah. But I'm waiting to see plans and whatnot from them. But it was nice because they, I asked them how they're up. There was a second project that I bid for them and it didn't work out just timing and cost and whatnot. So I asked how it went and they're like, she was like, great, you know, pretty good. We had our crew do it. It came out, it came out fine. You know, uh, she thought the only bummer was that like, I spent like a mystification working on this thing and blah, blah, blah. I was like, well, you got I, my number for that. I could have done that for well, that's, you. And she's like, that's why we're calling you. I could have missed my vacation. For exactly. You. I could have missed my vacation to make this work. So, but it was kind of cool. It was nice to get like, probably I mean, so far my biggest client and the biggest to re-up, the, to re-up just kind of say like, and it was her supervisor who actually suggested reaching out to me because it's not even her region. This is nice. for a different region. He's yeah. like, apparently he was like, Hey, call, call this guy up. Call your boy. Yeah. And she was like, is there something particularly complicated with this or like specialized? Cause like he ain't cheap. Yeah. And the guy was like, Nope, call him. No, they just got it done. They got it Which done. Which is what we need for this one. Yeah. I, I was talking, actually, I went by a client's house this morning to take some uh, photographs, uh, follow up this kitchen island and a couple new glass cabinet doors I did over there you a while ago. Pictures. Huh? Who says photographs? Uh, I took a photograph. Well, because when I take a picture, it's a photograph, baby. You know I've what I'm saying? Your, I've seen your pictures. I brought the actual camera with me. Mm-hmm. So in that I've case, it's a photograph. Yeah. So I took some, I took some, some cinema film. Just and to, just to like. For your own personal records, because we know. Oh no, no, I'm gonna post. post No, I'm definitely gonna post these. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I went by and she was asking how business went and was going and stuff like that. And I and she actually is the uh, one of her her eldest son who's now out of the Naval Academy just got married. Was one of my uh, when I coached lacrosse, he was one of the kids on my team. And so I've known her for a while, and she's asking how things going and like you know, am I doing more commercial, residential? I was kind of talking about the comparison. We think touched. she had ulterior motives. No, I feel like the uh, you know athlete, athlete coach mom. Oh thing. no, gosh, no, wasn't like that. You sure? <laughs> yeah. Are you sure? Positive, one hundred percent. All right. I mean, don't rule it out. Oh man, no, I'm ruling it out. Okay. Um, but she's asking how I was going and stuff. And I, you what know, if who, it was real? Hmm. What if it was real? Uh, that would have been incredibly uncomfortable. Yeah, that would have been very awkward. 
Yeah. Very, very not, not okay. Um, I would have shuffled right on out of there, you know? <laughs> so, but she was like, you know, commercial residential. I was like, and she's like, well, I was like, yeah, a little bit of both. And she's like, what do you like more? And we've touched on this before, but I think it's worth revisiting. I was like, I love working with homeowners because I'm, I love working closely. Oh, jeez, I love working right up again. No, uh, I love working with homeowners because it's fun to like create something new for their house and that they're going to get to enjoy and stuff. Mm-hmm. I said, and it's a lot of, you know, but I really get to flex my creative mind to kind of solve whatever problem they've got. I said, commercial clients though are great in a different way because they typically already have it figured out what they want. Their budgets are usually higher. And I said, and you're not so much building a thing for them as you are solving a problem for them. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a really like when you're hiring me to work on a project for you at a, for a commercial thing, you're, you're hiring me to make your problem disappear, not to add on to it, to make it more complicated. Just yeah. there really need to be babysat. It's like, yeah, you're fulfilling a need. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I I'm need checking the part, boxes. You can provide it. Here's the money. Enough said. We're good. Yeah. Is this enough for the part that we need? It is yeah. great. As long as there's no problems, then we're good. And we're going to keep coming back. Yeah. And Do so you love it. It, it's it's great. It's fine. It's fine. It does what we need. Thank yeah. you. So you don't get that same satisfaction like on the drop off or whatever else. They're you get they're like, oh, it's good enough for me not to yeah. get yelled at by my boss kind of thing. Versus like when we delivered that sideboard. Oh, that and there's gushing, and she was like, oh my gosh, it was amazing. Wow, was wow, 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 incredible. Wow, wow. Yeah, I got done with these benches at Facebook, and she was like, great, thank you cool. so much. You know, awesome. And you're like, I'm, I mean. But do you, like, do you love it? It doesn't matter. Do you, yeah. <laughs> I just, I just paid you so much money. I yeah. don't, just, that's that good okay. enough. I'm yeah. never going to see this bench again. Right. I'm moving on to the next <laughs> yeah. thing. So, but it's nice. So the, the feedback from that to get that call back means like, it's nice to get, that's a big recognition thing for me to get a call back from a corporate or a commercial client to be like, oh yeah, yeah wooden plant's a problem solver. Right. Well, I don't, yeah, that's big. I, I don't, I don't care that it's, it's wood, isn't it? Do they do wood? Okay, cool. This is a thing that last one, that job that we didn't give them, uh, was a pain mm-hmm. and it caused one of my people to miss a vacation. Uh, it looks okay. The client's fine with it, but maybe we don't do that again. Yeah. It and, could have been better and we would not have had to miss vacation. And the fact that I'm getting a, a potential opportunity to work on a thing outside of her district, that it's going to a, another region for them. I'm like, y'all don't have anybody in Nashville? Who I know a this? lot of woodworking companies. There's a Nashville. bunch of woodworking companies Some in Nashville. really good ones. Yeah, so it's, it comes down to the thing of like either they don't want that kind of work or they're just not tuned to work with that kind of client, you know? Mm-hmm. Or c- maybe the company went, you know, with these small boutique custom businesses, it's a lot of effort to get them drummed up. Yeah. You know, y'all went through a lot before yeah. you ever started That's true. work. Yeah. And you've already covered that. You don't have to do it twice. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm a known go, factor. Well, this has to be somebody custom. Yep. The only people who can do it are small businesses. Yep. We're going to have to get them ramped up versus we've got one that's an hour and a half away that's already vetted. ramped up. Yeah. Vetted, ready to go. Yep. And, you know, if we say, if, you know, if we can come up with a number that everyone's happy with, we don't have to really think about it again. Yep. Um, so yeah, that was, that was a nice feeling and I'm, I'm not sure this is going to work out. I'm waiting to see what the build plans and stuff are, but, uh, it'd be cool to figure out if I could, um, 
and they already know like it ain't ain't gonna be cheap and i told her i was like you know with it being when you also told them the first time like you know the next job is not gonna be this inflated provided the schedule is better man yeah i feel like hey this is something we need four months out they understand that you're not going to take the whole budget every time right and i would like to get to the point with them or really any commercial client that i have and i'm hoping to get kind of get this with like i'm trying to start like i said last time I'm trying to start getting in with some interior designers and stuff of really just kind of cutting out the bs and just being like here's the budget will this work for a thing and i can go yep or nope and they go okay that's it. You know, yeah. and, and not this, well, what if it was this? What if it was this? Come at me with what the offer is. I can say yes or no. And then we can just save everybody a whole lot of time. Uh, couldn't do that with a residential client. I don't no. feel like, yeah. No, uh, even. What do you even, guys want to spend on a table? Four grand? Even mm, with like no, the, you know, this, this conference table that I'm quoting now or, or any custom conference table. Cause these are, you know, they may be bigger, but it's a small business. It is not a corporation. So I can't just come in and be like, well, what are you budgeting for this? Yeah. And, and I'll tell you if I can do it within that. You know, yeah, that's quick, but it's got to be a fairly large operation. You know, yeah. the person the person ordering it needs to be emotionally detached from it for that, for that kind of conversation. For that to work. Yeah. Whereas, like, you know, I'm talking to the CEO of this company. He obviously gives a shit. Yeah, it's if a, he's ordering it ta- all the time. If, if he sent it to somebody and said, "Hey, get us a conference table that's this size for this room," that's not the case. He's reaching out personally, and we're specking out this table together. Right. You know that wouldn't work there. Right. No, that's a, a really company, good point. It would. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we'll kind of we'll see how that goes. I'm I'm curious. Like I said, I'm curious to see what they send my way. I'm not sure that I want to drive all the way up to Nashville to build a deck, but you know, the money, right? I like Nashville. You get a little per diem. Yep, it would be that. Even if it's normal rates, but you can tack on per diem and like spend a couple of weeks in Nashville at a nice Airbnb sick. that they're paying for. Yeah, fuck yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Bring Why up not? the uh, bring up the ambulance. Mm-hmm. You know, I am trying to get that wrapped. I am going to call around you, Huntsville. You keep saying that. Well, here's my here's my next move for that. I can't afford to wrap it right now, but what I can potentially afford to do is find a local or somewhat off local. Uh, company that does wraps that might be interested in a trade. And so I'm going to call around and see, I'll get some quotes, but then I'll just let me give you some names. Um, there's a company in Winchester who does graphics and wraps Mm -hmm. and stuff. And I also have a buddy who can put them on. Like he does. uh, Okay. He does professional window tinting. Okay, cool. But he does like vinyl and stuff like that too. So if you could have the wraps made, like okay. have it all printed out and then have him install them, yeah. you may be able to get out better. So I will give you those contacts. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Um, but like, that's what I'm, you know, when I get something put on my enclosed trailer, mm-hmm. I'm just going to order all the vinyl and yeah. have Kyle put them on. Th- that's, that's, I, he, I mean, he's, he's a buddy, but like he does window tinting full time professionally and he has, he's done it for several years now Th- that's my t- that, there's two approaches to getting the thing wrapped one is like an actual vehicle wrap like eight foot tall roll of pre-printed completely the whole vinyl thing. yeah yeah and then there's one where it gets all the old stickers taken off and new stickers kind of applied yeah. in a certain way that would for sure be cheaper mm-hmm. but yeah so i'm trying to figure that out and see what i can do but i'm hoping that there's like there's there's a couple places locally that i'm aware of that i think it could be a 
I could probably pitch it as an interesting collab. Um, yeah, go into their go into their office. Yeah, They're like hey, all these built-ins in your cabinetry is kind of. And it looks fine. I know it serves a purpose, and I get that that this is a business. But you know, we can at a severe discount because we're working on a trade. You know, yeah. we can we can spruce this up a bit. Yeah, your 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 reception love, desk sucks. I love yeah. trading business. I've done I've done a little bit of it. The the ongoing one now is my tattoo. My yeah, sleeve on my right arm is I'm building her some nightstands and stuff. And it's like, it's cool. It's like my business is supporting your business is supporting my business. Yeah. It's kind of cool. Cause like you are building it, like doing trading at essentially cost. Right. Mm-hmm. But there still is your time involved that you're yeah. not charging the same you have to or be, as much you, for. You do have to be careful about it. I, I was actually, you know, I got this tattoo a long time ago, but we're just getting ready to actually work on the repayment. Yeah. Um, but you've got to be careful about doing it for too cheap. Yeah. Just because it's on trade and it's kind of exciting and it's fun and you're not actually spending any money. But I told her, I was like, you know, I basically said, it's just going to depend on what we do. If, do you want me to stay within this budget or go over some and let you pay the difference? And if so, how much? Yeah. And we just had that conversation. I said, you know, I can, I can do something within the same price of my tattoo. Mm-hmm. Or if, if what you want is outside of that range, how much are you willing to break and yeah. just pay me the difference on? So we established that number and I was like, okay, great. We'll work within that. But you got to be careful about just, it is just kind of exciting. Yeah. So part of me wants to go, yeah, I just, I traded furniture for this tattoo and just kind of take it away. Cause also what she wants is a really cool build. Yeah. So I'm, I had to kind of check myself and go, no, you need to ask for a little bit more money. Yeah. I think what or, I would probably prefer down. to do is basically like we're okay. Yeah, although we're agreeing to a trade, <coughs> let's go back and give me a quote. I'll give you a quote. Yeah. Actual quotes. And then we'll kind of uh, split the difference on that or, or settle the difference. However that works out, but it'll be, uh, yeah, it's, if I can get that done, if I can get that done, I think that'd be a pretty nice solution. Yeah. I think that I'd like to think I could get someone in town who does that kind of stuff excited about an ambulance wrap because it's different. Um, I think it'd be a fun thing for their stuff. Yeah. I think it's an it's ambulance wrap good- that is not just standard ambulance wrap. Right, because they probably do that. They probably do service vehicles. Like, yeah, and I and I'd even be okay for like a certain amount of time or whatever. Even like putting like their logo on, like wrapped by whoever kind of thing on it or whatever, and driving oh, sure. it around yeah. stuff like that. So I'm trying to come up with a creative solution to get that thing at a reduced cost because I, I, it needs to get done. That thing's been working so well for me. Yeah, and it's already like I said, if that forty dollars sticker on the back of my truck has gotten me essentially $8,000 worth of work. Well, then I'm fairly confident that the investment at whatever really, you know, I think it would cost no more than five or six grand to get the thing wrapped, wrapped. I don't think um, my three by six inch sticker on the back of my truck has gotten me any business. You should get a bigger sticker. Yeah. I should put a phone number with mine. That That's the thing that really tickles me. I have a sticker with uh, an Instagram at that's covered up halfway by my bed cover. <laughs> Uh, when it's folded yeah. up, it's completely covered up. Yeah. yeah. So it's definitely like 
you know, someone sees it and they have to go do the work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is this? Let me go. Well, Google if you Google it. Wood Plain Huntsville, it comes up. It pops up. It pops up. So I still like being somewhat intentionally underground, you know? Yeah. Um, but once that ambulance gets wrapped, that thing will be a sight to see going around town. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Well, cool. Well, we did it. We did it. We, we, we recorded two full episodes with zero agenda going in. I, that's this pretty week, good. In one week. This one went well. I was a little nervous coming in tonight. I was like, right, I have anything to talk about, but we did. I wasn't nervous. No, that's just full faith in us. No, that's just my nature. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, anytime we get together, we can talk for two hours. That's fact. And that's kind of what I just rely on. Rely yeah. On, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Like, all right, we don't have anything to talk about, but any other time that we don't have anything to talk about, we talk for two hours. So that's true. We're good. (laughs) Well, folks. And Daisy had some contribution. She did. Until next time. Just start cutting wood. Goodbye.